You're listening to Thursday Nights, Season 4, Episode 105. It's hard to frame this properly. Uh, the night before, the night before the group awakens, eagerly anticipating uh, Baron communing with uh, communing with Morden to hopefully get an answer to the question of Bear John Snowbane somehow related and/or the same. The night before. Bearjaw experiences quite a vivid dream. A dream so vivid it feels like a memory of fighting giants, defending dwarves, destroying bridges. But all memories she doesn't have herself. These are not the memories of Bearjaw. Everyone in their sleep experiences this dream simultaneously. Uh, you all experience it in your own ways, um, which you can embellish as you like. But it is Bearjaw that awakens. Do you have a question? Yeah, was no one keeping watch? Uh, yes, you get to decide uh, who is keeping watch when you awake. Aurora. Or you can roll for it. Oh, let's roll. Then Drustin does not experience the dream, for Drustin is keeping watch. Drinking is caffeinated. And Bearjaw awaken suddenly as in the dream in Snowbane's body, leaping from falling chunk of ice to falling chunk of ice, leaping up to the far edge of the uh, now bridgeless chasm, and uh, in a start, eyes shoot open. Well, they would, except they're crusted over with... Um, <laughs> the lid strain against the crust. The lid strain against the crust. <laughs> Small fissures right. growing in there. You're a crunchy um, So, so yeah, bear dog, um, so her eye, her eyes don't open immediately. She kind of, like, gropes for, like, a water flask and, like, pours it all over her face and kind of, like, works the eyes open. Because this fucking disease is horrible. Oh, that's right. Um, sight rot. <laughs> bitches. I forgot about the sight rot. Yes. Yeah, I was not making a colorful commentary about her hygiene. I thought she it was the problem. ice from the dream had manifested. <laughs> no, no. no. I, she's got pink eyes. What's simpler than that? It's I remember that. eyelashes get glued shut. It's oh, awful. I liked my version um, a lot better. Okay. Listen, listen, reality is Everyone's a bitch. thinking senses now, you all are. All yeah. right, now. <laughs> So she wakes up and she like manages that. Um, her heart is racing like someone who has been leaping over icebergs and all that stuff. I mean, her her body is kind of giving her those kind of phantom feelings of like where she got hit by the troll, you know, like their aches, you know, like her physical body is responding to this dream as if it 
remembers the feeling of that dream as a real thing. So she she wakes up kind of sore, kind of like winded even, <coughs> kind of like, you know, gasp of air. And she got, she sits up and kind of rubs, you know, scrubs her uh, forearm over her eyes, which is a big mistake. It just, you know, smears everything everywhere. Um, and she sits up and she, lo- she looks for Dristan because she knows Dristan's around. Are you all right, Virgil? I think you need to tell me a little more about that that thing on the wall. uh, Back in Kundurka. You you were the one who told us about it. In fact, in your telling about it uh, is what made it appear. No, no, no. I mean, what did you see when you looked at it? Well, I know you remember it better. He goes and takes out his book. You got rubbings. Where he does rubbings of it, like unfolds like a huge folio page of it. <laughs> and goes through the details. Well, the caravan. Oh, oh, oh. I'm gonna... Frost <laughs> DM question. How similar to her, remem- her memories... Uh... There's Does definitely this, is there artistic there, license? There's definitely a artistic license for it is a it is meant to be a carving to honor Snowbane. And like any of the carvings in Kunjakar, in this place where there were many carvings to honor different things, uh, uh, while oftentimes signifying great victories or great deeds in their lives, it wouldn't be uh, you know, it's not a it's not a photorealistic snapshot of a time, but looking at Drustin's carvings, it's unmistakably I mean, it's there's the bridge is in the background. You may not even really notice the bridge the before. It's a fairly bridge. subtle touch in the background of this mm-hmm. of this thing. And if you remember the way the carvings are done in um, in Kunjakar is that the non-primary focus of these are generally carved purposely, purposely rough, purposely almost blurry. You might call unfinished. it unfinished. Unfinished. The details aren't there on the giants. They're just sort of a a hint of it, and but all of those parts of it that were just kind of hints before are crystal clear in your mind here, because you just. I remember saw also, it. wasn't it? Durgeddon was inspired to carve the frieze of Snowbane. It wasn't like this wasn't a story he was actually that familiar with himself. That's correct. Sort of like a divine inspiration to carve the thing. It was some detail that came out somewhere, I think. Reminder, oh, maybe. So, <clears throat> haven't just stepped out. He had to take a call or something. Oh. But you were in the middle of a conversation with them. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for explaining that to me. No need to talk anymore. No follow-up I will, questions. I will look at this oh. until everyone awakens. <laughs> Daddy, a problem? It's the middle of the night. Uh, I'll go back to bed. She doesn't go back to bed. She, oh, the whole night? Mm. She's pouring over this this rubbing? Rubbing like yeah, when you put rubbing. the thing on the multiple wall pieces and of parchment that he literally did put so, together. So yeah, so she spends the rest of the so. night, sort of, mm, just obsessing over it, meditating over it. She's just really checking. She's checking her memory versus a thing because she's like she saw it, the same as everybody else saw it. So kind of, you know, internally, because there's no one to talk to. Uh, her know. eyes keep cresting over. So her eyes keep cresting. Uh, 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 oh, God, Baron, just wake up. <laughs> she, she looks at Baron. Is he, is he stirring? Does he seem like he's in the like upper realm of... Uh... Nah, everyone's asleep. She goes over to him anyway. She nudges him. Baron. 
Baron. Baron, wake up. Baron wakes up. Baron, we need to do this thing now. Baron is the least of all of us who loves to sleep, of course. Indeed, he hates sleep. Uh, we all know that. You want me to fix your eyes? What do you want? Yeah, I need to. I need to be able to I see this to, properly. I I don't have the spells prepared. I need. Can you work on that? How long morning. does that take? I need sleep and some time in the morning. Why are you talking to me? Go back to sleep then. Morning commands. Oh, the dwarves are. Sleep till nine a.m. Waste my time. A long rest and a healthy breakfast. A long rest, healthy breakfast. I have to take uninterrupted shit before I pray. No, that is the prayer. That is the prayer. As he's sort of grog, he's like, I had a strange dream. As and he... Berta holds up the paper. He's like, oh, yeah. Was this, did you have that dream too? Was this another one of those, like, back with the... Mm, it could be. I wanted to look at this more, but it, my eyes keep crusting. Well, in the morning. Right. I'll just sit here. You should get some sleep. <laughs> like, I think Scrimcorn had some topical something he, he's putting on that. He gave some to Mark okay. earlier. Bear Dog walks over to the sleeping Scrimcorn. Like the, the bandages. All right. The sleeping bandages. Keep, keep. Bear Dog says, you, you get some sleep. <laughs> Pats his shoulder in a, what hopefully is a comforting manner. Right. He he gets Whoa. up in his red long johns and goes off and pees somewhere and then <laughs> goes to bed. <laughs> and it echoes throughout the cave, you know, because there's nowhere, like, soft to like key into here. It's like a water. <laughs> a trickle happens somewhere. It's like, oh. It goes over to Scrimcorn and As you even walk over, before well, you get the chance to nudge getting ready. Getting ready. Says, what do you want, Berja? Baron you told and me Baron to... talk so loudly. <laughs> this is as quiet as I can talk. That's wake and scream. I do down. my I do my best. The Goliaths are not known for their whispers. <clears throat> Did, uh, so you know what I want then. Did you two have that have that dream as well? Guys, come on. Uh you mean this dream? His eyes are still not open. And this dream? He says. She wrestles the paper. Uh, he says. Can you hear it? You know, I know Scrim's wisdom. Says, are those Dustin's pages? Indeed, they they are. That is weird that you can tell that without looking. He's the only one of us who carries parchment. You no one know. else maybe writes I, anything maybe down. Maybe I do. Maybe you I have a journal. You don't know. <coughs> I don't have a of duties. <laughs> I don't have a journal. I have drawings. I can you draw. can only read because of that belt. That's right. Why would you have parchment? Of course it's dressed in. I have to practice, or else I won't remember when I take the belt off. Yes. I had that dream as well, except I was an unnamed dwarf, and I was the first one to fall off the bridge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that one was pretty sad. Did the rest of you make it out okay? I, I think I did. He takes his pipe from within his sleeping bag. Oh no, no, there was one who lost his boots. It was very sad. <gasps> That's why my ankles are sore. No, wait. No, no, I'm thinking of... <laughs> I fell off the bridge and one of you dwarves tried to save me. And, and then everything you was got ripped. You got ripped in half. 
<laughs> he was so strong. I am very much impressed by his strength. Though application to, of strength was I quite tried cool. to take the shape of a slug who would have no legs to lose, but I didn't have my powers there. Alas. So what do you want? My eyes hurt. Mm. And I cannot sleep. Also, there are existential questions keeping me awake, but that is surely secondary to the eyes thing. Yes, I'm sure if we heal your eyes, all of your... All of your headaches will go away. I suppose I could make use of this epically powerful staff I carry. What? All right, nothing. You, you keep putting stuff on it. I can't ever tell what it is. If I use it now, I risk it disintegrating. I've trusted that is why. Do you want to live a little dangerously? Keep your voice down. <laughs> I think I heard him whimpering last night in bed. <laughs> so clutching, for, something about clutching for the wand which was not there. Ah, oh, Mary, wand. Maybe me. he found a different wand to caress me. <laughs> he has more than one wand. He definitely. <laughs> He has all of our magic items. You are very literal. Yes. That's exactly right. Well, Bear had to walk away from you because you're kind of in a stupor. Let's keep it in the scene. Keep it in the scene so we can keep the pace here. Come on. We must wait a little bit longer until Baron can. Everyone is saying, wait, wait, wait. Don't you have any, like, mushrooms or mosses I can put on my face to make my face not feel anything anymore. He shrugs and says, ah! He takes out a pouch and he tosses it to you. He says, rub that on your eyes. She rubs the pouch on her he eyes. Says, I don't know what it does. Let's roll a d100. Let's get it. I mean, you did make a thing before that they used. Uh, yeah, but oh, he's throwing me a pouch now. Uh, I'm all about Something this that would cure them permanently? No, 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 no. no. This is, the reason he woke you Topical up is because Baron said oh. Scrim had an ointment that he gave to Mock, and, yeah. because you did at last session. You did? Two sessions ago. That's oh. what she was asking for. Oh, gotcha. Um, it stings less than Mock or something. She got really excited about and the, and the staff you. thing. No, 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 no. no. It was an entirely flavor thing. Because I have... Exactly the number of charges as if I had cast. No, no, no. It was a flavor. You, thing. you cured Baron. Um, Baron had the side rod as well. Before. Okay. Um, and he says, "Oh wait, there's pus this dripping the down in a tear." And he passes you another one that okay. isn't just sand. <laughs> he puts the sand one back. I gives you what might be an expression. You can't tell. You're incredibly resilient. I mean, you get to a, open your eyes. That is true. <laughs> He's facing, he's just lying on the side and facing the other. Uh, like, and, and, yes. pouch. and it's That's a cooling, acid. it's like a menthol. But for nice, the eyes. eucalyptus eyes. for the eyes. Vapo eyes. Vapo eyes. eyes. So I'm awesome. going to imagine it's actually that kind of translucent clear gel. Like aloe vera or something? Yeah, but yeah. like, but it might like a little bit. Be aloe vera, it might be aloe. Um, yeah, so she like says, thank you, finally. <laughs> Gives her eyes a the little. Druid elders call it icy hot. Icy hot. Icy well. It's your eyes. Warmth. No, no, no. That's better for Berga. She, she prefers the the burn to the, should, to the crust. That should alleviate some of the mm, irritation. She. I'll be gone. She's already gone. I see. She took the entire pouch, though. You you no longer have that pouch. She assumes you meant to use all of it. My eyeball icy hot. My my icy. She does not wake anyone else in the party and sits down with her icy hat and just kind of like leans against a wall 
because she just she can't sleep like laying down anymore. It's just it's too much. <laughs> so she's propped up against a wall, presumably gets back to sleep. Does she? Yes, she does. It was was a close one. (laughs) Blessedly, sleep does manage to take her slumped down against the rock wall of the safe cave here. In the morning, the party awakens one by one. Those of you who are not awoken in the night now remember the dream of Snowbane. Uh, Snowbane heroically saving the dwarves. Very vivid dream. As you all are preparing breakfast and uh, doing your normal morning duties, as described. Morning duties. Last time on Thursday nights, uh, Baron prepares his spells, uh, uses uh, Cure Disease. Is that what it's called? Uh, I think it's Lesser Restoration. Yeah. Oh, Lesser Restoration. It's a fancy one. Does a couple rounds of lesser restoration to clear the sight rot for those that had it remaining, and and finally asks the question of Morden. Does Snowbane now wield the hammer of all souls? And And he had asked Bearjaw to make sure she was wielding the hammer of all souls (laughs) during this question. And she's holding. You have to like hold it at the ready because wield wield doesn't just mean hold. She's standing just like that. Uh, and how long do I need to hold this? Search. I can hold it for a very and long as, time. And very strong. And as Baron, uh, as Baron asks this question of Morden, the carving that Bearjaw had spent so much time last night studying uh, appears in the rock behind her, and in the place where Snowbane is in the rubbing, Bearjaw stands here in the cave. So it's like just the framing. Yeah. It was a divine message from Morden himself. Yes, but what does it mean? I think whatever is left of Snowbane is in you now. Or you are Snowbane, I don't. Reincarnation is complicated business. You tell me. I carry this hammer. I don't feel particularly sparky. I don't know. Even the ability to wield it so proficiently. Thank you, I am very skilled though. Acknowledged. That's fair, I walked right into that one. (laughs) Mark says, are we done? Like, he stands there agape, but then his immediate thought is, the the quest is then fulfilled? And then he goes, ah, this. This fate is really getting under my skin. All I wanted was to leave it at Mithril Hall, where some good dwarves who were more qualified could take it. And it turns out I got everything I didn't want, which was logically the wrong thing, but it works out. And he just throws up his hands and he says, well, let me know when it works out. And he stomps off. But does that mean that we've been friends with Snowbane this whole entire time? I mean... That's very fucking awesome. I am... I am awesome as Bearjaw, mind you. It is not uh, this. She ra- she jerks her thumb at the at the fresco. This is not what makes me your friend or what makes me awesome. No. Have you had previous uh, dreams about Snowbane or other memories of well, the past? Well, there was one where we first? were totally friends. 
And she took me on adventures, and it was a good dream. But I think that was maybe just me. <laughs> just, I mean, sometimes a dream is just a dream. Yeah. Did you have sex with a dragon too? I cannot recall having sex with a dragon. I think that would be a very memorable experience. Mm, I suppose. Although, although Rainstalker was a bit of a dragon, if you know what I mean, the, the range of uh, what is safe to actually have inside you. <laughs> hey Oh. That's unsettling. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? Is that not normal? Well, that's a sight. Survival of the finished. That's just what these really things. <laughs> oh, is it, wait. You don't you look at Morden. me differently, right? You should ask Morden if we've already foiled the Amberhelm plot. Maybe we did that too. <laughs> Speaking of, <laughs> if feet led the hammer to Snowbane, then I feel like it is meant to have been doing what it has been doing. And I suppose Bearjaw being Bearjaw is what the hammer is supposed to be doing. So I think that makes sense. Does, does this change anything for you, Bearjaw? Will you still be traveling with us? Well, yes. What else is there to do but do as I was with you, my friends and my family? Oh, I am here. Yeah. I am here to help you, as that is my nature to do. And also, this Emberhelm man has very much irritated me with his many different irritations, and that must be seen too. But oh. also, you are all nice, and I like you, so... Oh. But hopefully me being a potentially famous reincarnated godfolk hero but will not change how you see me from way down there. Well, there's <laughs> one concern of mine. Scrimcorn was tasked by his uh, the witches to find the god Spark of Snowbane. Mm. Perhaps that I... is the name of my pet? Yay, that's completed. Well, I don't know what that means. Well, good job. You tell them and they say I good job. I assume that's in you? I... You have it? I don't know. She looks down at her body and it's like... You feel sparkly? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it looks pretty sparkly. She kind of shakes her head like, I don't know what that is. It's not what is a god spark? Does anybody know? We were gonna find out from Taito when we get back to the library. Right, Let us be on it. Let us get back to it. There's so many answers awaiting us. It's pretty good. I will go. You're well, looking at me. I don't know. We're glad to have I'm you with us. Me. Still there, John. Thank you. Don't leave us. <laughs> <laughs> She, she, wa- she walks over to Oil Vein. She puts her big, huge, meaty paw on his shoulders. We are best friends. I love you. Best friends. He starts. He he sees hearts and glitters. You are all my best friends. <laughs> oh. yeah, he's like putting best his hand on his tattoo. <laughs> Sparkle. <laughs> she just stays there for a minute. Sque- gives him a squeeze on the shoulder, and then you know steps off. You hear Aurora. Packing up her, all right. <laughs> packing up her uh, goods. She had pulled everything out of her pack and sort of got it all organized and was cleaning it. Now she's carefully loading it all back in. You just hear under her breath, "This is so cool. 
This is. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe my fanfic was cool. right. Jim said. Cannon. And Dwarven. Yes. Boy, frog. She's the poison frog. She looks over. I swear. Perks her head up. Turns out you were trained by a god. You have no excuse but to succeed magnificently. She, like, her eyes are wide <laughs> and she nods. Thumbs up. And she says, I know. So dual wielding, right? A lot of pressure. Two weapons. Because it looks cool. All right. Because it looks because, cool. Because Snowbane sense. You know, panache is underrated. Is everyone packing up camp? Yeah. You mean packing um, or just pack? Yeah, we got Strum's a couple gonna... days of travel before we're back to Deep Home, right? Yes, you do. So you want to say, looks like we have a bit to pack up. Give me a, give me a moment. If you will, um, and uh, and looks over to Oil and says, "Brother, you uh, keep an eye on me while I take a quick Ooh. nap." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know yeah. me and my naps. <laughs> they can get kind of freaky. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I should think, brother. And then he winks really like. <clears throat> Hurts himself. <laughs> that Iron coming back. <laughs> uh, and uh, Scrim grabs his all too for the you know, he, and he does joke around it because he grabs his pouch that you guys know, and he, you know he's gonna go off and commune with the witches. Um, Scrim doesn't have a big pack to uh, put together, yeah, or a big a camp to break. The world is my backpack. Um, and uh, and ah, parallel universe nerdy Scrim. And he's gonna um, basically just kind of walk off, not deep into the underdark, but I guess really anywhere you walk is lethally dangerous. But definitely um, everywhere is deep in the underdark. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I missed that. I missed it. Um, and uh, and he's gonna walk off, and while he's walking with his brother, is going to uh, is gonna say not like super quiet. Not this isn't like he doesn't have it in the tone of like a private conversation thing. So I think anyone would. Probably dressed. When I say anyone with like sharp ears, I really do. We're in a closed cave with one entrance. Exactly. So if you're within that cave, even though it's sizable, it's, right. it's not private. Yeah. So but he's not, you know, having a conversation with everyone, but he's talking to his brother. And he says, <clears throat> so "This is very disconcerting." Oh jeez. He says, "I, I had said before, with the with the with the witch's interest in the hammer." Once we delivered that to Snowbane, I would have been happy to turn the other direction and leave, as the things and people they've been interested in usually have something bad coming to them for their pride or whatnot. Very concerning that it's... And he pauses and he says, I really would have rather found the mangled corpse of Snowbane. Aye, me too, brother. I mean, I really hope the witches give you a reason to stick around. Is that... Yes. <laughs> yes. That's what I was worried about. <laughs> it's oil beans priority. <laughs> don't, don't leave. We can still hang out. Is this though, right? conversation <laughs> overhearable, as we said? Uh, yeah, yeah, this Perception is, um, sure? like, he's not having it super, super private. Oh, I thought you were leaving the whole cave. If you're leaving, it'd be a private thing. Cave. Yeah, um, uh, uh, 
You do not hear this. Perfect. Um, uh, yeah, so maybe you hear them as they're chatting out, going, going out, but the bulk of the conversation is when they're already outside. Um, and uh, and he's going to basically set up um, just kind of a quick thing. He sets up the sensor. He creates a little bit of flame under that. Um, it starts burning. He gets that like opaque yellow um, uh, smoke. And uh, yeah, just kind of like sits down on his knees and goes into like a meditative... Uh, Stands like this, kind of like all business. Like this yeah. is very much like. Before you fully go into your Oven, Oven says, "If anyone comes along, I'll tell him you've got the shits." <laughs> I knew I could rely on you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and yeah, this is very much bu- uh, very business. Like it's like him making a phone call. He's not. Uh, um, pick up, pick up, pick up. Books the conference room. Yeah. Shuts the door. Yeah, exactly. This is a secure line. Go ahead. <laughs> Don't worry, I think I have the shits. I got plenty of time. <laughs> Scrimcorn. Scrimcorn takes in the hallucinogen. Scrimcorn finds his consciousness plunge down, free fall. As he sees the swampy water rise up like a freight train. Oh wait, he wouldn't understand that metaphor. Rise up. <laughs> a literal train? A literal freight train? Like a... <laughs> like a tide? Like a tide. Mm. A freight train. <laughs> the rise is up, up beneath his feet and he is plunged into the murky, uh, uh, the murky black water of the swamp. So soon. Scrim so. <laughs> says, "I." Oh, he catches himself using a dwarven word. <laughs> he says, "Yes." The boy, Damn. which raises an eyebrow when he says, "I." I. Scrim moves Scrim moves on from that. He moves on from it. Um, and he says. <clears throat> I do not know. I cannot guarantee the presence of the God Spark, but it seems that Snowbane may have been reincarnated or some such. I mean, as guys, he keeps his eyes averted. Um, <laughs> uh, into the form of one of my traveling companions, a Goliath. You found the god spark? God As the three witches walk calmly towards Scrimcorn. Again, the dark skinned witch says, How sure are you? How sure? He's trying to figure out how into the weeds he should get. Start in um, he says, It seems that the hammer of all souls, which was to be delivered to Snowbane, has reached its intended recipient. Snowbane wields the hammer. The hammer. Yes. 
Is she still with you? Yes, she's one of my... One of the people I am traveling with. The three witches look at each other, and you see one of their hands is shaking. And uh, she looks at the other and says, He has found it. It is ours. It will be ours. And this behavior seems unusual for your standard witch time. A, a bit. Okay. I mean, I want to establish that Scrimcorn finds us weird. This. It's got a long history with them, so this could be, you know, it's one of those again. Or this is new. Or game night. It's a lot like this. He was traveling with her for all these months. He still thinks like a mortal. He is not the one for this task. We will send another. Scrim kind of like hesitates for a second and says, I, I, will, I will do what is asked of me. The bald witch steps forward and she says, You can play what you have wanted to be a friend. <laughs> Stay with Snowbane. Stay with her. Do not let her out of your sight. The boy witch says, We will send one week. One week the septicemia will arrive. Stay with her. One week. The septicemia is the right one for this task. Scrim just kind of slowly nods. Go now! Now. He he nods his head and stands up. He says, Go now! And uh, the boy witch witch puts his hand on Scrimcorn's forehead and just slams him down and backwards as he splashes into the uh, swamp water. And then so reemerges. And then reemerges, <laughs> dripping wet, and smelling of swamp water. Scrim rises and says, "Sidrot!" In the <laughs> underdark. <laughs> Didn't Scrim fancy himself kind of the, the number one agent? Mm-hmm. He's uh, he's uh, the number one at what he does. He's the best or in his field. He does his field. There's other departments. He's he's like seeker. <laughs> Yeah, he's the best. I think I understand. What's he's going the best on here. janitor in the office. He's the employee of the month. <laughs> yeah, top, top of his class. <laughs> top of his <laughs> No one scrubs like he does. <laughs> gotcha. Um. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. I mean, he's well. Let me. He's at least represented to you guys. <laughs> That's <laughs> like a top earner. <laughs> I'm just trying to remember what I thought was good. All right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Brother. Uh, uh, yeah. Are you alright, brother? Scrim, uh, gets up in his, like, 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 his clothes are just, like, He's soaking soaked. wet. And just, uh, 
Ugh, it's not sweat. I wish it was sweat. I didn't pee myself. That's what um, you're asking. <laughs> Are you I right? didn't pee myself. I did. He says, <laughs> he says, ah. Um, and he looks, uh, he, 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 uh, he, le- he, he doesn't look as shaken as he, ha- as he has from, from previous, um, from previous things. He just kind of, uh, he looks a bit sullen. Um, and he just, and he's like, come on, brother, let's get that. Oh, alright, alright. And, Jeez. uh, and walks back towards the group, and he doesn't really, he doesn't, uh, he doesn't really get into, he doesn't say anything else. Mm. But you can tell he's distraught. Mm. He had the shits. They were really bad. Don't bother him. <laughs> he wasn't. It was do really, I, you were doing do your I vision quest veins. thing? <laughs> yes, no. <laughs> Grim, uh, Grim waves off uh, the, the question and just says, let's pack up and go. All right. I want to know if I believe oil veins. Are you trying to deceive, or is it obvious that you're... Uh... He says that, but then he does like a gesture that he was like, oh, he was smoking. He, was <laughs> yeah. 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 he had the sheets. <laughs> he was smoking, yeah. <laughs> Should get some fresh air. You know what I mean? <laughs> Baron, uh, Baron saddles on over to Scrimcorn. Did you contact your, uh, your gods then? Right. Uh, and he just says, Later, let's just, let's get on the road so we can get back to Deep Mascar. He's visibly distraught. <laughs> He's not lying. I count you as a friend, Scrimcorn. <laughs> and Baron steps away. Let's give it some time, <laughs> Baron. Just give it some time. He'll let us know. He'll let us know. Tristan uh, has been consulting his books. Let's Gone into a somewhat huge state <gasps> oh, of emergence dude. with some knowledge of the future. Oh, yeah! That's good. Oh, that's great. Oh, that's great. Oh, that's great. Three ones. Somebody's going to get fucked. Everyone just looks at Scrimcorn. He also uh, lights uh, ten gold pieces worth of incense, puts out a rock with a bunch of holes in it, and Anga emerges once again. Since they're gonna be back in Deep Master, she wants to be something uh, kind of normal. So, what would be a small Deep Mascari pet? Snake. Would have? An elephant. A bat. A deep snake. snake. She's already a bat. <laughs> uh, like a, a, a snake. snake. What a about lizard. Uh, a, a lizard? A, a lizard that is like there are many ninety percent on the way to snake. Yeah. So it's this really Oh, uh, what's one of those uh, frilled things? The axolotl? Axi- uh, well, those are aquatic. Yes, but, yeah, but this is a land like axolotl. So, uh... Well, yeah, actually, yeah. those are Permanently slimy. Permanently slimy. It's D&D. We can make weird lizards. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there are limbless lizards that are not snakes. Yeah, but now I really like just a, a land giant land axolotl. Oh, snake. it's so cute! It's yeah. an actual owl. I hope That's it's out. pink like that. Yes, and it's pink. I know. <laughs> so is it just, it crawls uh, around, it doesn't crawl. Just crawls around. Okay. So it's this? Yeah. Anga, right. you're so like, cute. This, this yeah. big. Ew, so it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, you can put a leash on yeah, that. Yeah, it's a house cat. That's Adelaide. Yeah, it just crawls up. It's feathery gills just going. It's All filtering right. something out of the air. We don't know what it is. Okay, so she appears. Let's get on the road. What road? <laughs> Area Less guano. On Just gotta keep going. Less guano. Less guano. Less guano. Less guano. Less guano. Okay. That's, that's it for Justin. He's ready for the room. All right. Well, we have to keep an extra eye out. Some more 
the dark vision. <laughs> it's true. His spyglass. His spyglass. His. 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 As soon as it's dark, right. it's up. Bearjaw tries to catch um, Skumcorn's eye as they're walking. Is he, is he purposefully well, going there? Not, not walking yet. Oh, okay. As so. we're getting ready to walk, to go. As you're getting ready to go, or are you going to yeah, save yeah, that yeah. for later? No, it's just got, just got her pack. No, it's, this is small. Okay. He, yeah, he avoids her eye. He her avoids eye. the gaze of a god. <laughs> <laughs> it's the shades. It's, trust me. She, she lets it's, it go. She lets it go. Everywhere. The group sets off from the cave. And that's when Amin. Amin appears. Everlow wow. watchful. You're in the cave. Uh, yeah. Guy thing this group uh, <laughs> who'd been keeping an eye on is on the move again back towards whence they came. You, I don't know, you can introduce yourself up here. Describe uh, yeah, what uh, people see. So they're physically walking down. Like literally just uh, like leaving their cave. About to leave. They're like, they're, they're, they, they were in a, they're in a cave um, thing where there's like a rock that they like rolled in the roll front of it. It's like a nice little uh, safe, uh, safe area. Uh, so then they have come out of that, rolled the rock back there to like keep that little place safe. And they're like, all their packs are on and they're heading back on Got a big bullet kept dragging this big crystal. Yes, so yeah, what it is is uh, we've got uh, four dwarves and... Should we set out minis out? Uh, just uh, might be a fun Yeah, let's get the minis out. Is the bullet? Well, we don't have them ready, then then we're going to describe. Hang on, so if we don't have them ready, I'm going to describe. So we've got four dwarves, a couple of of half-elves, and a goliath. One of the dwarves is riding riding on a bullet. A big subterranean uh, land shark. Big subterranean land shark, uh, and pulled behind it in this. Uh, it's mock. Yeah. And uh, pulled behind it on a cart is a strange, huge quartz crystal on a couple of mechanical apparatuses that allow it to sort of rotate oh. up and down. And pulled behind that cart on a long, oh, yeah. long iron chain. On a iron is a chain. Small sled on which is a nasty tentacle-looking thing. Yes. It's all coiled up, you little, know. Yeah, a little we, tentacle like coiled up, up and probably like tied the lid like loose. Secured. Secured to a sled which is being pulled behind the cart, which is being How long has my character been watching them? Um one thousand years. I mean they've been there all night. <laughs> Pro- probably since uh the since fight. they merged with that. Since the, the fight with the Neotholid, so you saw the uh, the ambush with you the, saw the 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 mind flare uh, ambush them and then them go into sleep for the for the night. Okay. And Eric's, Eric's and of course, Bearjaw is the tallest of all of them. Everybody else is a, everybody tall, is a baby. is a shrimpy. Exactly. Yeah. Although Mock on top of the bullet, definitely a head taller than uh, than. Which is which is probably sixty to seventy percent bullet. Yes. Oh yeah. 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 But she's a good two feet taller than. Mock is barely half the height of Merja, but the bullet is massive. How tall are Scrimcorn and Quillbane? Yes, brass bear jaws. Scrimcorn. She walks beside the bullet. Okay. Shorter than humans. Since you're the tallest. Yeah. (laughs) You're gonna hear you're gonna hear this in your head, Mm. telepathically. And it's in the form of images mm. that almost like connote words, but it's more like images. And it's basically communicating perch on your shoulder. 
and then you feel a pseudo dragon plop on your left shoulder. What do people see? You got sharp eyes in this group. You ain't sneaking up on them without someone seeing you first. So, coming from behind, just a little pseudo dragon, and you know, imagine, imagine any kind of. Well, you know, it's the it's the it's the same old one. It's a uh, it's well, cat let's size. describe it. Like, like, I, I, don't, I, I pretend okay. I don't know what that looks like. Yeah, I right. actually don't know what that. Looks you don't know? Like. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. So, a cat-sized animal with wings looks draconic. Has got scales. Tiny uh, dragon. It's a tiny little dragon. Cute. And you can see that you know, like the whole the whole shebang of like it's a small one, leathery, scaly. Um, it's you know fangs coming down. It is uh, like it depends on the the, the each the uh, each of the scales. It, you get that kind of prismatic, mm-hmm. like an oil so slick it's, or it's, like an opal. Look, it's it's two tone car co- car coat. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like a yeah. <laughs> but it's indigo it's and it's red. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. It's cute. I love it. It is cute. It's my pet now. And you can tell it has a stinger on the back, which yeah. you wouldn't see on a normal. I think kind that's of not a deal breaker. I think I can. Right. So. It's coming over, and uh, it's, so, it's very much doing in a non-threatening manner. It's coming. At, oh, shit, at look del- out, it's trying to trick yeah, us at a deliberate, but not you know, uh, not super quick or aggressive pace. Floats a little bit. Mop, what do you what do you say to the group as we hear this? Oh, what? What do you say to the group as you hear this this sort of Thought. psychic? Peaceful thought. It's so like a it's, a. it's a distinctive message of 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 uh of friendliness. Yeah. It's like if a guy with a really friendly voice kicks your ass, and then the next day somebody really friendly says something to you in a friendly tone, you hesitate. Like Mock just got his mind pulled out of his head right. by telepathic powers a very short time ago. So to hear things in his mind is immediately very disconcerting. And he does like a, a huge double take before the fact that it is kind of as calmy as we said, uh, and seeing that it is in fact a small dragon. Bear does right next to you. Uh, like Mop right does there. not know what those are, but then it shows up on his shoulder, and there's like there's like a kind of like, and then doesn't sense any aggression. Mm-mm. So you right. don't like swat it off before it tries to land. No, no, no. Mock is. He's he's not timid. He has very strong control over his actions and reflexes. So there's there's a tension. There's a guard there, but then like a pause. Like, am I going to negotiate with this thing? Bear just closest. Bear just sees you and she sees this thing and she's like immediately like interested in this thing. Hello, little thing. What are you doing here? Sensing that kind of uh, attention, it floats up a little bit. It, It actually it just opens up its wings for a second. In a very like an open, vulnerable way, and then gives you a telepathic me- message. <gasps> telepathic message. And and you kind of get this sense of like female, friendly. You're actually taller. Ah, on your shoulder. Taller. <laughs> hey, look, and guys. And as it sits down, it starts to nuzzle against your oh, your, your neck. Oh, she pets it. 
Scrimcorn, what is my, that thing? He's my new friend, uh, look! Uh, yeah, does Scrimcorn know? What will they? Is this some underdark creature? What is it? I don't know, but I like it. Aurora has two swords drawn and is standing in like a battle stance. What's it going to do? 60 feet away? I mean, yeah, it's got a nasty looking stinger on the end of its tail. Well, she's screeching, it's like under bit there. Pedro! What? There's a dragon on your shoulder. It's a very small dragon, it is okay. Tristan will take out his overseer's ear and he's casting detect thoughts uh, and he just says uh, just so little, little dragon, dragon thing uh, are you detecting the dragon's thoughts what, what are your intentions and he is detecting the dragon's thoughts so you are saying these things thoughts. but you're listening to its mind yes <laughs> so, you, uh, so you obviously are, are like about to you're casting a spell yeah as you're like starting to yeah, yeah. describe the so he yeah. takes out this overseer's ear and he's holding it's it up. It's a literal ear. Uh, it's a it's a it's a mushroom. It's a mushroom. Yeah, it's a mushroom. It looks it's like an, an ear. Overseer's though, it? ear. Yeah, it's curled up like an ear. The goblin slavers use it to uh, test the loyalty, the loyalty of their slaves. Uh, rebellions before um, they happen. It's verbal and somatic. To do this, he takes out this and brings blah, out the like, So as you're starting to do it, his hand over it around his own head. So uh, like halfway through this this kind of obviously verbal and somatic components, <laughs> you kind of sense that this creature knows what you're doing and suddenly you hear the basic thoughts of no need for that. I can communicate with you. Uh, no, he does. What are your intentions, creature? He finishes the spell, right? Yeah. Does he? He finishes, he finishes the spell. Anyway. Finishes it anyways, yeah. <laughs> he likes spells. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't have to use it on you. He looks over at Baron. <laughs> He's like, can't wait. It's, it's your intention. No, I, I think it still makes sense. Like, what make are sure, your intentions, yeah, keep, keep it going here. But, but it's like, you still want to make sure that it's not yeah. lying to you. And all yeah. That, right? It's been burnt. And so it says, basically, been watching you long time. Been trapped here. Uh, will follow you. Will lend my abilities. Mock, I think this one's for you. And he communicates what the pseudo dragon said to him. He says, No, it's my oh, friend now. You're watching us. All right. Did you, did you see what we did with that mind flare? That was pretty cool. That was pretty dangerous. It nuzzles against I you. Know, it likes you, better job. Well, I did. Wha- and wags the tail. Everyone yeah. did a very good job with the mind flare. Telepathically, you especially. Uh-huh. And are these something AOE like telepathic things, or these targets? It's their targets. They're very much targets. Fair job just nods thoughtfully. So, so obviously, this creature doesn't know anything about snowbane, but it <laughs> right, says, right, but right. it does pick up on the fact that, so it sends a message of like, you're important. Hmm. You're a big deal around here. Mm-hmm. I am the colorist, technically. What's so. happening? There's that. Bearda <laughs> <laughs> so so responds everything verbally, by the way. Like, yeah. the, none of that. Like, you hear silence and then, mm-hmm, yes, I am quite <laughs> yes. important. I am quite important. Aurora is still standing there with both her swords and she says, Can everyone hear it talking or something? Oh, yes, this is okay. I think maybe so. I, I haven't heard it say anything, but people keep acting odd. Mark has heard it now communicate once and he looks at it and he just says, uh, what So, what, what are you? 
Yeah, I think it's talking to the Aurora. So, so suddenly you hear it actually make some noises physically, gurbly, right? And it's it's not. It doesn't sound like any other kind of like. It, let me put it this way: as you start hearing it, it definitely sounds like its vocal cords aren't made for communication. But you said you said what are you? Yeah, and it says. Does that mean anything to any of us? And then you you hear, you basically understand, okay. that's my name. Uh, but only you name. hear that. That's what I say. It says yeah. his name. Uh, and then he corrects How do, how do you pronounce it? Corrects her. Her name. Sorry, I did not check. Is it a dragon? I mean, you tell me. Are you... Are you a dragon? I try to figure out if it's a dragon. What, it looks like what a dragon. Mafia doesn't know this beast. Yeah. Nobody knows. I want to identify correct. this animal. Yeah, I, I, uh, I don't know how rare these things are. Nature check. I don't know how rare nature. these things are. Either. Yeah, I would say, it, well, is it actually nature or is it arcane as a? It's the same for me. Minus one either way. Because um, <laughs> I imagine if it was a beast, actually, I can answer that. Is this a beast? Because even if it's something no. that Scrim hasn't encountered, no. then yeah, Scrim says. Nothing of it's like in the mirror. Black I, dragon's there. I'm gonna think back to my memories. Maybe Snowbane has met a dragon before. Yes, maybe she. Uh, yeah, go ahead those and uh, powers. Uh, uh, roll powers. a um, memory. Check. Roll a history. A history check. check. Okay. Ooh. I'm not great at any of these. These are all minus one. Ooh, that's a one minus one. That's a zero. That's a. You've gotten lower this than a one. This is the first animal of this kind I have ever seen. That's right. You, or I've heard identified of in my a new life. species. I call it a bear jaw. Kalen, did you add a skill to your character sheet called Raging with you a plus 57 You bonus? actually did. You did that. <laughs> I did that joke? Yes, you did. Uh, it's pretty, you. a pretty good gag. That's you. That's I don't good. remember doing it. No, that, oh, is, yeah. that is not I a skill I can't wait for Greg to ask you to roll a thank rage you, check. Thank you for being super on topic. <laughs> so, sorry, sorry. Yeah, okay, so she says... I say this is the first animal of this I have ever seen. I call it a bear jaw. Well, That's gonna be confusing. You hear from far away. A, a bear jaw dragon, then. Well, if it wants to ride with us, it can ride with us, I suppose, and help us keep an eye out as we get our way back to where we need to go. Oh, frowns, frowns deeply. Good says, job. That's Ed. terrible logic. This is the this is the underdog where everything is dangerous and not to says, Buck, you're saying? riding a land shark. It's like, this land shark was given to me by our allies. For all we know, Titus sent this thing. Did you cite, did Taita send you? There it is. So the next thing you you notice is, well, for metagaming terms, it casts Thaumaturgy, mm. and you see basically what looks like bioluminescence Ooh. across the path that you are headed. That's cute. It just lights up, like kind of in a, in a wave-like mm-hmm. ripple. I think that means let's get going. Yeah. Are you a new friend? I think maybe. It, it, it purrs. Yeah. It purrs it and you get a kind of affirmation. Nice, <laughs> nice. I don't get this thing though. He's wearing. Oh, he's, he's holding it. He has a spyglass yeah. that he uses. Yeah. When he's too close to things, anyway. He's been like so. Yeah. We get because I remember it was like a we, one we one get, eye thing, one oh, arm thing. That is true. As, 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 the, as the conversation continues, we get to that one minute mark where Mark gets all sorts of magical stats about things, and uh-huh. he realizes. <laughs> He realizes. I'll be right back. As uh, he, he looked kind of deeply at this strange creature, yeah. there are very few creatures we've we've encountered this entire campaign where nobody knows what it is or where it came <laughs> from. No 
this is very strange. But he arrives. He arrives at that place where he kind of gains some innate insight in this thing. And he just, he sees that there there is some power there. But it is not something that is like, by any means, like a, a great threat. It is simply a companion. And so he goes, and, and looks forward. And we ride. Does, do you have any fighter levels? <laughs> no. We're not going there, Sam. <laughs> Scrim okay. fighters. fighters. Scrim mumbles addressed if it was in the natural world, I'd know everything about it. I see if Jesse knows something about this. Go for an arcana or I think well, there, there is an arcana link. <clears throat> what? Well, huh? Yeah, because often they're uh, they're they're, they're um, companions of they're, they're familiars. Yeah, familiars. Uh, Not uh, often, yeah, but they're do, highly prized as familiars. Go for an uh, arcana check. Good job. Ooh, a little bit of a 20. Uh, a little <laughs> bit of a 20? Tw- 17 plus a natural 20. 20. Ah. An unnatural 20. An unnatural 20. Have they heard the term a dirty 20? No, the dirty 20. There's natural about that 20. I like a dirty 20. Dirty 20. Have we that before? I don't know. I've heard people use it. We're doing it now. Dirty flirty 20. Yeah. Alright. Uh yes. Um Drustin has in his uh in his various uh research and studies and looking into old cultures, you know, whenever he finds, you know, wizards of, of ancient yeah. times, uh, uh those are probably a little bit particularly interesting to Drustin. There was a the tomb he went into long ago of like a clan of wizards that had long ago died out and each of them had a special like pseudo dragon of a different Prismatic array. Yeah, let's say that's the only time yeah. he's sort of seen it. Is this is this one particular um, it's a sect of uh, yeah. of wizards? No, the pseudo dragons had at one time been covered in jewels, but there have been many thieves in this tomb already. Oh, They've yeah. all been plucked away, so he's never seen one in full color. I do feel like a logical question would be to the pseudo dragon: Do you have a wizard? So I think that's something interesting. Oh, yeah. That's oh, yeah. 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 So yeah, knowing this, yes, are uh, 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 you a companion to uh, a wizard, uh, someone of power? He's like, are you shopping? You see it kind of, you see it <laughs> arch it's like, hmm? You see it arch its back, oh. and it hisses. Oh. No, oh. Uh, never. Yeah, oh. free agent, son. And, and it, it really gets upset and starts showing his teeth. Oh. Oh, apologize, little one. That did name mean offense. Uh, but he turns to Maki and says, oh, I think it's a pseudo-dragon? And uh, describes the tomb he had once discovered. They're often companions to wizards with great power. Ah, oh, that's Don't great. I already decided it wasn't a threat. <laughs> you asked her if she, she had a boyfriend. When she said no, you asked her if she sleeps around. <laughs> He's like, that's very well, Justin. Help me keep an eye on it. Make sure Bearjaw snowman doesn't get stung by it. I'm Bearjaw. Sure, sure, sure. We don't have to drink anymore if you get the wrong name. Yeah. <laughs> Opens up options. Alright. So we have to rename the airship now? No, I like it still. <laughs> mm. Doesn't that mean it's hers? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. What was the name of the airship? Again, it's been Snowbane's so- Snowbane's Gift. Gift. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh. I like, how about Snowbane's friends? <laughs> Friend of Snowbane. It's a... We can just have a nice little brawl. 
And whoever wins can decide what the new name is. It's a couple days travel back to Deep Amaskar. Um, through the Underdark. A none too safe <sighs> so fucking dark. place. Wait, did you ever get healed? Yeah. Okay. How long a trip? Couple days. Couple days. It'll be two full days from here. Uh, it's a dangerous place. Let's go around and add a little more flavor to the Underdark here. Um, as we did before. We did that before, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Uh, who's ready? Give us a little something in the Underdark. Sight not... rot is not the last disease that gets cured on this trip out <laughs> Yes. I'm putting it him. <laughs> Some, uh, Various, I don't know, either misidentified mushrooms or someone's walking up something and some horrible spores spit in someone's face. Oh. And it's... Who? Uh, roll, roll, the roll the face die. <laughs> Bear. Yeah. It's Halloween! It's Halloween! We're pre There's Oh, man, roll a constitution saving throw. Constitution. I can't even see it. Oh, that's very not good. Uh, oh, plus seven. Oh, wow. I got a 15. Oh, shit. Wait, you're you like probably seven? not, but you actually have a plus seven. You have a plus seven, seven to your save? What the I fuck? I do. I've been investing. Who is this guy? <laughs> I've been Everybody investing. Everybody looks at, looks <laughs> at well, him. I tell you, you told us you were a billionaire. But like, what? And you're like, I've been, I've been investing. investing. It doesn't quite sum it all up. <laughs> what kind of constitution? constitution saving throw. That sounds like some resistance to whoring. Oh, <laughs> I can say he's he, been surviving this disease for his whole life. He's like, no, uh, he inherited it from his father. Oh. Okay, <laughs> now I'm leaving. Disease oh, catching. Okay. Sorry, sir, I'm not right, clean. Yeah. Let, let, no let, let's keep it going, but uh, yeah, oil vein gets Numbers blasted, and you're mighty known as a carrier of many diseases, but not a sufferer. Known <laughs> <laughs> carrier. Suffering is for the weak. The. As the spores blast in Oilvane's face, this mighty constitution keeps the disease from biting too deeply. You see a mist of black of black spores, Ooh. like from his own blood, from his arm and from his blood, like come and attack the Ooh. incoming invaders. That's oh, so that's much worse. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> bear don't respond positively to this. This seems cool. <laughs> you hear a dark, deep speech. So, uh, cool Baron, uh, he he takes a look at Oilvane and uh, says, "I think you've stopped the worst of it, but I'll." Still give you a, a once over as a, a vaccine. You know, yeah. I'll take what I can get. Thanks, Ben. It is good that we have you here up there. Avoid the mushrooms that Scrimcorn has it marked off or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> a couple things <laughs> no. are noted. Uh, first, there's several mushroom forests that we see uh, that are identical to the mushroom forest found in Kundrakar. Mm-hmm. And we speculate as to whether or not it's Taita Kasikwa's alliance with uh, uh, with Durgedon and um, oh, Arundel. Arundel. Yeah. That maybe has brought some of these this this flora all the way across the world to Karunjakar. These places begin to yeah. feel a little closer than they used to as they as it continues to. Uh, the more we learn about uh, Taita and their ongoing relationship. But more to Mok's attention than some silly mushrooms, the wealth of the Underdark is on full display during this trip. There are numerous places where glittering gems and kind of ripe ore veins are just along the side of the path. And it's just, it catches his eyes longingly as he looks at, the, at this kind of wealth that is quote-unquote here for the taking, but it is 
it doesn't require any conversation. You deeply know that these are these are bounties that will never be tapped because of the dangers that lurk here, the terrain, you know, the remoteness of the location. To build what would be a productive and a protected mining operation would be such a massive effort of a military and infrastructure effort that there's just it's just not possible. Um, but yet it kind of speaks to just the wealth that is here so deep and. Yeah, Mox speaks with the group and tells stories uh, of of dwarves who have risked who risked all for for wealth and have succeeded mightily or have been laid low by their greed and there's some talk of Ladagor as they continue their journey. Mock, uh, in observing all of these various things, sees a glint. Just at the outer range of his dark vision, there. Give me that. Catches his eye in particular. Looking through the spyglass. Could it be? It must be. Couldn't be. A small vein of what must be true silver. True silver. He dismounts quickly and runs to it, knowing that he doesn't have. Nearly the equipment or the time. The purest silver known in all of Toril. He Most was, dwarves, even ones that venture through the Underdark to try to find such things, spend their entire lives never witnessing such a thing. He... he, he starts talking. He, like, he grabs... No, no. He, <laughs> there's no time to be wasted. He knows... Part of the reason why th- things are not taken advantage of is because it is death to delay. Like, one who stops immediately is subject to ambush attack. There are predators constantly at the boundaries of our senses who are just waiting for the moment to strike. It is that kind of danger and kind of like imminent aggression that is all around us. And so like as the caravan moves, he kind of like frantically pulls some gem tool, he starts scraping at it, he brings his... Just jump in if you need to. Bullet, take a bite out of the out of the wall. Excellent. Ah, like, oh, like, so he's here like as a use Well, Mox over the thinking it right. Like you can't go too heavy, right? You'll just you'll just destroy the whole the whole kind of like the whole thing. You know, you'll hold, destroy the ability to access it in its purest form. You'll just kind of like smash it up. So he's trying to do this, and oil vein kind of like. <laughs> with, with, with the boulette. Yeah. The boulette! Uh, yeah, ca- calls it out and he goes, ah! And just blo- gives gives a whistle and uh, and ha- has has uh, Betsy come over and take a few choice bites, kind of like creating a little bit of like an exposed bloom. And he just kind of comes down behind it and is able to carve just like a, like a meteorite of true silver, kind of appears true silver ore that will require substantial work to remove the, the, the valuable pure elements, but it's, it's enough to be worked and enough to be transported. And this all happens as the party continues to move, and he just, he throws it in the pack and kind of like hustles back up, pop, 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 and then back on the bullet, and it's over. It's over in, in mere minutes. And he just like, his like pulses up, his, like his adrenaline's going, he's like, he's breathing, he's like looking over his shoulder, like as like they leave, and he's kind of like vowing to himself like a hundred ways, like, He'll come back to the spot. He'll come get the rest, like knowing that it's alive, but telling that lie to himself over and over. Uh, and the party marches on. <laughs> nice, nice. There's a point where we reach a grotto of incredible stalactites and stalagmites, strange shapes and designs, especially in any kind of uh, 
flickering light, although most of us are relying on dark vision. And then as we get through halfway, a few of them, we notice how the part of our start to melt, and they are actually various oozes, mostly gray and black oozes that were just in the guise of stalactites and stalagmites as they drip and dribble around us and we're forced to fight them off from consuming us alive. Roll in this Everyone give me a... Uh, everyone give me a... Uh, we'll go dexterity saving throw. This is about uh, these things oh, uh, yeah, suddenly... Uh, suddenly... Massive... Acid yeah. damage. Oh, acid damage. We're going with the old-fashioned dragon roll. Oh, there we go. Dex and yeah. drop to die. What do we get? What do we get? Three. Trace. Ooh, rolling hot tonight. I think my okay. dice heard my threat earlier. Three. Is that another three? Eighteen. Seventeen. Doubles is a reroll. Dwarves are yeah, right. Make sure to give the final number. This is yes. a dexterity saving throw. Yeah. Eighteen. And eleven. All right. So everyone that 16. had everyone that had uh, thirteen or less. So it's goal fourteen. Oh, no, no. Goal fourteen. Raise your hand if you failed. I failed. I failed. Oh, you failed as well. Uh, all right. Did you not fail? I did not fail. Rarex then for me. Oh, you, you, if you want to, you can use your inspiration dice and roll two. I just think for advantage. Yeah, yes. for advantage. If you'd like, I want to remind you because Dude, it may be your only roll. This, this might be my only roll. It might be. So. I, it very, it quite likely could be. Yeah, so you so should use it. You should use it. Yeah, yeah. You didn't know how it works, so yeah, go ahead and do it. Hope it's another. It's ah. a thirteen again. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Oh, wait, wait. So now I roll so, a d8, right? Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Well, you, you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To give it to somebody else. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Three. No, no. No. A three. It's a three. That's you. That's me. That is that oh, is wow. him. Yeah. All right. Cheers. What's mine? Oh, those are that's oh. a that's a high high roll. So twelve. Uh, uh, that's a twelve. That's a uh, nineteen. Oh, twenty. Uh, that'll be twenty acid damage oh, to those who so failed much. the roll. Fighting off oh, the uh, fighting off the oozes is easy enough, but a couple of the party. Take a uh, take a nasty acidic oozy yeah. kiss. Well, what happens uh, is from the oozes. as you splat one, it splats into smaller oozes, oh, and no. some of it just splats onto you, just crawls under your armor. Acid uh, Who took who took acid damage? I took acid. Uh, Pseudo dragon. Half of us. Oil vein, exactly scrimcorn, and mock. Uh, uh, each just not quite. Quick enough to act uh, as they reveal themselves to what they are. Take a couple of uh, acid burns before uh, the group is able to pretty easily just uh, yeah. uh, just fire at these things. A couple of oozes slime away. Mock knows the pouch on Scrim's body that caught her, uh, that that neutralizes the acid after that black dragon attack that he faced earlier in the oh, campaign. Yeah. And he just like as he's like frying over there, he just runs and is like pushes the druid over and grabs the pouch and just like dumps it all in the arm. Do the truffle shuffle. <laughs> Scrim has hey. a lot of patches on him, um, so you're able to get that. But yeah. rushing over with acid covering you, can I get a yes/no die? I don't so have much it. pouch did you get? No, can you roll you that? No, he gets his stuff. Okay. <clears throat> Scrim looks down and sees an all too familiar little pouch that got squished a little bit. He opens up. He says, "Cricket." <laughs> <laughs> A lucky cricket! And he takes out and there's uh, a so squished lucky. cockroach. <laughs> That's not a... That's, he's always called a cricket. And he says, his name was Cricket! 
I knew he was a cockroach! But he was my lucky cricket. Mox stayed there for Lord, he's like not burning a acid anymore, he's like Scrub, I'm, I'm sorry. I'll be fine. I'm writing down the cricket is dying. <laughs> so you can't use Lucky Cricket anymore, right? <laughs> I'll define some other creature. I'll define some other creature. What kind of creature do you need? Does it have to be a cockroach? I assume it has to be Lucky. I'm asking and him. And the group continues to discuss the Lucky Cricket <laughs> as the they continue along their way. Who's next? So after that whole encounter, yeah. the pseudo-dragon Azdahak casts Mass Healing Word on the people <gasps> what? what does this look like? Like, without using game terms, what, yeah. do, we, what do we see? Yeah, what's, yeah. Uh, what's going on here? And so, yeah, after the, the battle is finished, obviously everybody's, you know, recognizing that it's over. It kind of just <coughs> flaps its wings a little bit. It has, you know, it has hands, but uh, you, you finally notice that it has this tiny little pendant. Of course, it's tiny because oh, it's so a tiny cute. little creature. <laughs> yeah, it's thank you. And it's a circular disc, multicolored, uh, and it shines. It basically holds onto it. It's flapping its wings a little bit, and it starts to make some of its kind of draconic-like noises. It's and casting you, a spell. And then you feel, uh, yeah, those of you who are hurt, you feel one d four plus one healing damage, or healing, uh, whatever, HP. 1d4 plus 1. So do I do 1d4 plus 1 for everybody? It's just or 1d4 for a Usually it targets a number of people, I think. Yeah, it's yeah, up to six creatures. Is it one roll, or is everyone roll? I think it's one roll, right? It's Yeah, it's 1d4 plus your spellcasting ability modifier, so I'm guessing I yeah. roll it. You roll 1d4, add your spellcasting modifier, and that's what everybody gets. Word. Gotcha. <laughs> do it. Let's do it. It's a total of seven. That's pretty All good. Right. Oh, nice. Seven hit points back. Uh, do our... Uh, There's one more thing that from Azdahak. So Azdahak has a feature uh, for, uh, that's uh, from Outlander, uh, where it can, she can, uh, remember all the places she's been. And of course, this is the Underdark, so there's a lot of like false starts, a lot of weird areas. But there are instances where she does that same thaumaturgy to like point the way mm. when people are like... The first persons up the front, I'm guessing the bullet with mock, are like not quite sure which or way maybe to go. The, the road is. Let's, let's build that into your your adding flavor to the underdark. That's right. Uh, in 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 a moment, I want to address cool. the first thing though, which is do uh, what do our divinely uh, educated well not divinely educated educated on the divine uh, probably Bairn, probably Drewston. Uh, recognize uh, what do what what do they recognize this that amulet, amulet symbol to be? Wouldn't yeah. they roll a history or a religion uh, check for that? No, if, if it's a deity, then they don't. Then they would know. Even if it's a draconic deity. Yeah. Uh, usually, uh, the rule is: would failing the check be fun? And we would just not learn anything. I do. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's well, why we don't do a draconic, check for yeah. something like that. That's not come up since Sunless Citadel. Yeah, he's speaking draconic. So it, 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 the holy symbol represents Asgoroth. Asgoroth is known as, or characterized as the creator of all dragon kind. What? And the other thing to note about Asgoroth is Asgoroth, it's, uh, the deity's followers uh, are interesting in that they um, can be of all kinds of alignments, a lot of different domains. He's credited as being the creator, father of Tiamat and Bahamut but does not actually um, 
intervene. Doesn't pick sides. Doesn't pick no sides. Like the AO uh, doesn't dragons. pick sides with specific draconic beings. It's just pro dragons. dragons. It's like, just, are you a dragon? I'm, yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. Stay dragon, bro. Yeah. <laughs> dragon on dragon fighting. It's like your kids how, having how, a fight. How, You're how, like, hey, let's all be cool. Uh, let's all be cool. Rare. I don't know what voice that was. Uh, <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> I'm not sure Kevin knows what voice it came from deep, deep down. <laughs> so one thing that Drewston does notice throughout all of this is that he's sensing a certain affinity to it. Recognizes that this is a cleric of the Arcana domain. Oh, a pseudo dragon. It's a religious pseudo dragon. <laughs> Why is it you're familiar? Already. Yeah, I know. Unga is like really attention seeking right now. There have been times when Unga is like giving Tristan the cold shoulder, like annoyed with something Tristan made her do, but right now she's just like, aren't I the best familiar? The adventures we've been on together. Roll in some more description of what we're seeing. What's, what else do you like the animal I'm being today? You want me to be something different? <laughs> <laughs> want to resummon me? Yeah, <laughs> uh, Baron approaches the dragon and says, uh, That's some powerful magic for a little creature to be thrown around. Oh, I think I've underestimated you. I think all of you are pretty little. Uh, so the, the thought you get back is, What does size have anything to do with it? <laughs> oh. Well, I don't really know what you are, so I expected you were just some critter. That could talk. Now you're a creature that can talk and do impressively quite potent healing magic. Uh, so it's it's a combination of there's a certain like a re- you know uh, reciprocation of acknowledgement of like okay I acknowledge that I appreciate that that comment, <laughs> but it also says something to the effect of many dwarves, few pseudo dragons. Mm. Everyone oh. know what dwarf is. Ouch. Fair. <laughs> oh, that's accurate. And then, it, then at the end, it just coils up again on the bear jaws. It's a great perch, man. Great perch. You chose top yeah. shelf, top five star. Wait, so went for at, like absolute height first, and then was like, no. No, no. no. This is Fuck, weird. No. Very armored and raw. No. No. Yeah, Bearjaw, once he gets Bearjaw off of this, once he gets fur, off of this mount, uh-uh, just yeah. as tall as the rest of them. Bearjaw has like a fur pelt on, like oh, fur nice. back and all, so it's like That's it's, it's, it's cozy. Bearjaw is like physically a very warm person. She doesn't wear like metal armor. She doesn't wear anything in the fucking. Pretty much. She wears this. Yeah. Really. I mean, like. <laughs> but she's not as warm as oil. Because yeah, don't yeah, forget uh, the coat that he still wears. That is, he that does have a magic coat. He has a coat of summer. Well, like, you don't want to curl up in that. Yeah. yeah it's, it depends uh, on it's how cold. It's cold. This is a cold-blooded being, too. Yeah. Um. So as the as the group continues to traverse through this area, I'm going to play into what you began to describe earlier. The group has a map that they were you were all following um, to get here. A a, a loose map, but a map well enough. And as you are retracing your steps through, you're finding uh, little bits that are different than on your way here. You're finding. Didn't we come through that? Uh, that sort of area before with the drop off to the left, but now the drop off is well still to the left, but we're traveling the other direction. That doesn't make any sense. And you're finding more and more of these things, mm. and you get to an area where just where there should be a path, it's just not. It's just solid rock. What wall. the hell is going on? Have we made the wrong turn? I don't like this. Mm. 
Who is who's has the map? Is the map working? I, uh, Veridal looks to Dristan because Dristan is the only no, one who can read a map. There's notes. He asked Oilvane to stay on alert. He's right, Oilvane, with the with the spyglass. We may oh. have to take a pause. Oilvane, uh, Oilvane is is very familiar with the shifting walls of the Underdark. Not uh, something that is always happening, but uh, you know, it happens enough that you just those that live here just roll with the punches. Go, oh, that passageway's not there anymore. It was yesterday. Uh, time to find a new way. This is some bullshit. Uh, it's one of the great dangers of the Underdark. Uh, it happens. <laughs> what? The walls, they shift. I don't sometimes. like that. That's a no. thing that happens? Frequently? You just gotta pay attention. Well, do we go through then? No, you just adjust. Set the bullet on it. <laughs> build a tunnel right straight uh, through. He. Mark looks at the pseudo dragon. <laughs> what was the name? As the hack. As the he hack. Says, <clears throat> as, as the hack. And as the heck, for the first time, Miss Ezra does you know telepathy to all that says, "Wait a moment." And as the heck casts arcane eye. So arcane eye, you create an invisible magical eye within range, and you can move it around and take a look. A solid barrier blocks the eye's movement, but the eye can pass through an opening as small as one inch in diameter. No, oh, cool. Do we have little All right. areas? <laughs> uh, what I was what I was teeing up for you here is that your your ability to remember your path. Yeah. Now, now however, it shifted, right? So yeah. theoretically, but you've been through many places here. Ah, okay. I, I was simply teeing up more of a need for what I your see. power okay. does. Then I because they already stuff. had a map yeah. of this place, and and. Mark uh, says, do you, "Do you know another rat?" Yeah, and so at this point, then it says, "Follow, follow me," and oh, then it does yeah. the. Uh, the same. Uses thaumaturgy to show you a path on the floor that looks mm-hmm. like bioluminescence. While they're walking, Bearjaw, as an aside to Azdonic, says, So how did you get stuck here anyway? I don't know. I didn't, I didn't think about that. <laughs> Bearjaw has narrowed down the weakness of the photo. Yeah. Well, then, if you don't have the answer immediately, that's fine. Yeah. But so, what what general sort of like emotion does does she convey to to Bearjaw in, in instead okay, of the immediate yeah. answer? So, as the hack kind of like hides <laughs> her face underneath your your pauldron, Aww. and you can sense like a lot of sadness. Oh. You get pets. Pets for sadness. Yeah, and basically says. Don't want to talk about it. No. <laughs> oh, it's not time. Oh. Amazing. Uh, it's um. Good dragon, you are very cute. You have to make camp uh, for another night here in the Underdark. Uh, at the end of your first day, arrives other than a couple of slimes and a couple of shifting uh, passageways and a tempting silver vein. Mm. <sighs> but not let the true prize is with me. Stay focused. Uh, the group sets up. You can't up camp. spend any money. You don't get back. You don't have as safe a cave as you did uh, the night before. Uh, so it's gonna have to be more in the open. Uh, and you set up a, a sleeping rotation and a perimeter for the evening. Mock finds Baron. Goes mm-hmm. in a moment. It. In the moment is now. He says, Baron. <laughs> This whole day, since the 
unexpected revelation of this morning. Mm. I find myself very disturbed, very disturbed by the fates that continue to toy with us. It does seem to be more than a coincidence that the quest was complete at the moment it was begun. He says, uh, it's, it seems, it seems to be toying with me at times. Those things that I want to go towards, those things that are pulling me from the path, eh, it's, they are as insubstantial and unpredictable as, uh, as, as the stories in a book. Aye. And yet, they seem to define my course. And they seem to... They seem to take me from those things which I desire. And I wonder, I wonder, if despite all my trying, I will be barely worthy enough to, to walk the path I want. Or if, by all my trying, it is inevitable that I should not have what I want. And I think you, cousin, are more are the one person here that's more committed to what you want than I. And I ask you, how do you feel about the fits toying with our with our paths? Do you think they'll take you towards your wife or away? Do you think you have any say in it or not? How can you how does this not drive you mad for this whole day I've been fuming with it? I mean, I, I understand what you're feeling, cousin. We like to think that we are the masters of our own fate and destiny, but there are truly powers at work here that dwarf us. <laughs> the phrase. Uh, it's a human phrase. I mean, <laughs> the thought keeps crossing into my mind that I may be on this whole path because maybe Moradin saw fit to take my wife from me in an effort to get me out of my house to put me on this stupid road. So I don't know. I don't know, cousin, what fates may befall us or where this road will end up, but I, I'm i just trying to get by every day. It's, it's Swallow the, the drink and put in front of me. But the, my whole life has been one of discipline and effort towards my... But my goals, which have been crystal clear in front of me, and those that that vision, that, that vision of my desire, is what has driven me forward, and and, and 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 made me lean and tilt, oftentimes too hard, as as we know. But it, it is it is the wind that has driven me dri- driven my me forward, and now to face the prospect that, irregardless of my efforts, or how hard I try. It may all be for naught. It threatens to break me. It threatens to break me. Don't know. Bend before the wind, cousin. Don't, don't break. I mean, you're a good, you're a good soul. Uh, I see that within you, and I, I trust your heart. Thank you, cousin. I'll sleep on it. But, uh, I think just, you know, sometimes it's easier to run, I heard this, a uh, ship sailor, run in front of the wind instead of uh, against it. So maybe hmm. try and take where it's blowing you and maybe get it closer to where you'd like to go, even though it's not as favorable as you'd like. I mean, you just scored a big hefty hunk of true silver. 
which I've only heard stories about a find such as that, so, you know, maybe you don't get there straight line. Maybe it's a big, long, curvy route and you get there in some way in the end. I may have to hold to moments like that, for that truly was an easement of my burdens. But as quickly as the elation came, it faded once again to our current plight. I must find bright, bright, shiny things to hold to as I walk this path. Well, I think you've seen more bright and shiny things since you've been walking this path. I mean, the storm opals. Good lad, sir. My ambulance. Topside! I'll get back home. Just, uh... Stay the course, cousin. Keep your head about you and one day at a time. And he offers the, uh, the salute to Morden. You know, two hammer pounds on the chest. Pr- praise Morden. Does it very, very ritualistically, very a lot of heart there. More just kind of like perfunctory. But like, the, the 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 service is paid, uh, and he says, "Thank you, cousin." Offers him a clap on his back and returns to the camp. All right. Anyone else? Nope. The uh, camp is set. The watch is organized. And the night passes without incident. It's <laughs> good. I like, I like those little roll there. Appreciate that. You notice that that Azdahak doesn't sleep for eight hours straight or anything like that. It does like quick little sleeps. Oh, a bunch of little. A lot of little ones. Cat naps. Like a cat. Totally like a cat. A bunch of little cat naps. Uh, great for still, still does, yeah. Still does like eight hours of. Kind of like like what an elf would do reverie. It's not doing much, mm. but it's definitely not sleeping the whole time. So mm. it is accompanying people. So everyone during that's on their watch, watch, yes, it, it spends some it's spends some time with. Yeah. Uh, quick enough to break camp in the morning, or probably early in the morning. It's the underdark. Anyone who's even the slightest bit of. Uh, not the most sound sleeper is probably waking up plenty extra early down here in the Underdark. Like, all right, let's get the fuck out of here. Uh, and uh, you're hitting the road before the sun rises. Ha <laughs> ha And um, no, somewhere, let's speak. somewhere there's a sun and sunlight rising. <clears throat> all right, we had a couple of uh, Underdark pieces, but uh, what else we got here? Just before lunch, as we're walking, Scrim sees some rocks. Gets excited and says, wait, hold up! And dashes over. And uh, there's some kind of big uh, big shell. Big flat shell thing like that. A clam. <coughs> a scallop! <laughs> it's an underdark scallop. Possibly delicious. He takes out his scimitar, which you've seen only unsheathed, perhaps never. He carries it almost, almost ceremoniously as a druid. And he... Much like Baron's Warhammer. <laughs> yes, exactly. Many times have very awkward spars. For crushing and, almonds. And uh, uh. he uses a bit of magic to hold it open and ch- cuts out a, a chunk of meat and uh, and, and mumbles something about uh, it's just about lunchtime. I think we the jug hasn't been topped. It could be mayonnaise. It'd be pretty good on that. Um, <clears throat> he says, ah, yes. Actually, not bad, not bad. And he uh, goes and cooks some a bit. Um, Greg, can I submit someone to a uh, constitution saving throw for a benefit if they succeed as opposed to a bad thing if they fail? Does that make any sense? Uh, a two-edged sword. 
eat some weird food to get a temporary benefit. I like it. Yeah, uh, go, uh, go for it. Give the give the saving throws. And um, yeah, uh, it's just be one person. Oh, sorry, one person. Uh, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That is oil. <laughs> you get constitution saving throw set with DC by Greg. Uh, constitution saving throw of uh, an underdog uh, scallop. Uh, Season thirteen. By. Thirteen. Question right. should be a cakewalk for you. No. No. Oh no! <laughs> Three plus seven gives me a ten. It's a ten. What is? You get some indigestion and camera cuts. Says a few days later, <laughs> you shoot out a mangled and worthless underdark scallop. Pearl. Oh. <laughs> you could have just thrown it up. <laughs> Gotten it. No, no one passed scallop stone. <laughs> and cut back, cut back to us enjoying because while he's eating it, it's all delicious. But he did swallow a pearl. Yeah. Yeah. You see, uh, oil very oh. kind of like crouched over a log in the in the distance, like watching you all <laughs> with the spyglass <laughs> as he's as he's passing a worthless pearl. Walk over here, saying, "You gotta chew. Don't gulp it down so heavily." <laughs> and uh, with the leftover being Scrim now has some underdark scallop jerky. All right, in a fast but no pearls. As the heck definitely wants that pearl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 you get the pearl. As the heck takes the pearl and then oh, uh, summons. Uh, oh. Who messed up what? the camera? Well, what happened? I mean, I was sitting here, so it's probably me. Probably Eric. Probably, probably Eric. Oh, yeah. Join yeah. 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 the door of destruction. Well, let me. I, it's well documented. Let me do a couple checks. Wow. It says no card. That's fine. So that's on. <gasps> This whole time? Uh, this whole time. Keep, keep, I, I will oh, figue that out. Oh, oh. oh Kevin uh, did it. Huh? I think I did it. Oh, it's just, oh, here. It's just So basically, on. it takes this pearl, but you realize this little pseudo-dragon has nowhere to put it. <laughs> Summons a Leoman's secret chest, puts it in there, <laughs> and then off it goes. He's got a locker. He's a good skeletal yeah. yeah. locker. This is super yeah. cute. Hey, you got a Scallops. bottle. You put a bottle Fact. in Scallops. It's good. Are delicious, though. Now we have it. Scallop jerky and scrims. How do you even scallop jerk a scallop? Oh my god. For seasoning. A little bit. I mean, smoked fish is is classic. All right, next. Who hasn't gone? Oil vein, kind of building upon his initial infection. Yeah, he kind of finally puts two and two together, and he's like. All right, all right, gang. If if you touch the walls or anything here, remember to not touch your face. <laughs> Don't touch your face. That's the most what? important thing. <laughs> no. Aurora, Aurora says, "Can I tell someone else?" Titan told us that when we left. She what? She did. Were you none of you listening? Uh huh. She was very long-winded. I half remember. Don't listen to her. Your body needs to produce protections against these diseases. Are you touching your Go face? Go on, wild boy. Brother, are you touching he's, your face? He's licking his fingers. Scrim's always touching his face. He's got a lot he's just, of he's just... nails. Like this. That was it. Oh, you didn't have a adding underdark. Uh, uh, you don't have to. Uh, we, it's we have uh, enough. It's have kind enough. of built on the like the, there was like weird fungi and, and bacteria and things. He's more of it. Yeah. Just gets thicker. Which is based on true real life advice that I have received before. Don't touch your face. As don't touch your face when you're. <laughs> you round Fair another enough. corner as the path has gotten back on track to your original 
path out here as uh, what's your name again? As the hack. Everyone else has as a sandwich card, and hey, I would yeah, appreciate one. Sandwich. As the hack. Say roast beef. As as the hacks. Uh, <laughs> hey, roast beef. Whatever. I know how it's spelled. I don't mean. I don't. I'll do it with the pen. The joke didn't land. <laughs> anyway, yes, sir. As as the hacks, uh, uh, bioluminescent sort of trail um, led you back on path. You've now been traveling for the last couple hours back on familiar-ish territory. One. Although it was like four days ago, and you've been there once. So you know, those of you with good memories, it's familiar. And um, then, just in the middle of the path is a structure. What could only be described as a hut, straw, roof, uh, sort of like thatch, uh, thatch siding, like a little couple of- underground is very rare. Yeah, yeah, like- <laughs> Like what yeah. the fuck is straw doing It looks here? like it's it not could a be right out of like one of Spring's swamps. Or ha- Hansel and Gretel. Yeah. yeah, it's just- One of the same. Sit there in the middle and yes. there's like, Little, yes. little uh, uh, sort of wood and thatched steps leading up to a little door, and you hear from inside a. Does it smell like <laughs> like? Is this probably like, nothing? Like mock, we should mock avoid it. Been spending enough time with Drusen and has had enough conversations about how his illusions work. Immediately starts going down the five sentence. Like I see it. Can I hear it? Yeah. Can I smell it? Like trying to. <laughs> you see it? Do you hear? To investigate this thing, see if it is real. Uh. Okay. Uh, go for it. Roll you know, have some kind of I, investigation. I'm assisting, I'm, I'm assisting him as uh, I clearly yep, described. Clearly, you are. So go ahead and give that uh, roll uh, there. I, I offer a two. Uh, I'm going to take my passive 22. Passive 22. As as you were both investigating it, yes, there is a smell. A distinctly fishy smell. Fish I don't mean suspicious. I mean literal fish. It's literally um, fishy. That sounded like a red herring. Drusen? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if this is an illusion, it's better than anyone you've ever even heard of. The right temperature. Scram checks for tracks. Looks at the, the ground. Yeah, 24. Scrim sees tracks. Clear as day. Leading right up to, to where this hut was. Can you tell? One set of tracks. This direction. Are they... Two <laughs> feet. Big, wide, webbed toes. Scrim says, It's a duck! Uh, similar creature. Uh, says, uh, or, uh, whoever's in there, uh, come out. I'll have a feeling this is some kind of magic, and I'm ready to dispel it. If you, if you, Danae, show your face. Mock gives a, a pound pound on the boulette, who has like blind sense and yep. tremor sense. Yeah. And he's just like, "Is there anything in there?" He's like, "Give me a little like." At this point, he's like, "The boulette's great at like pointing things out." He's just like, Mock's just like, "Check, checking in, buddy. Anything in there?" Does uh, the boulette indicate? The, the boulette goes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mock nods sagely and he's like, yeah. Yes. We're good to check it out. That's, yeah, a bond, that's, a bond that's, that transcends time. That's only meaningful to Mock. It's <laughs> just in the middle of the road that we were traveling down. Yeah. I mean, there's no road here yeah, by the any path. means. Is there... But you definitely were here before and this hut was not there. Is there any reaction to Drusen's... Okay, yes, I'm, I'm getting now back to that. I haven't had a moment here. Yep. So Drusen uh, says that. And you hear in Undercommon, which certainly Oilvane understands. 
Does Not anyone fair. else understand? No. In Undercommon, you hear, Welcome to my fortune teller's hut. It's a fortune teller. What? It's a fortune teller. Come learn about your future. Does he seem to be telling the truth? I don't know. It's a fortune teller. I guess it depends on how much you pay. God. Nay! <laughs> Don't believe in the occult. Her is living in huts. Portents and mystic truths. Oh, 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 oh. They can do portents. You do portents, right, Justin? I. Scrim says. Scrim takes out a handful of gold. <laughs> Looking at the hut, you see through one of the, like, off to the side of the hut, like one of the where the thatch is like just like a little bit of a gap. You see a big, huge eyeball. Ugh. Look through it, just staring at you, unblinking. Screws are around weird shit all the time. It's a big, big yellow eye with a big black pupil right in the middle. Oh, oh, oh! As it looks right at you. Like, is there any way around this? Can we just like yeah. put it in there? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's, you're in the underdark. There's okay. Scream says, "There's the width of the box." About to be like, Scream immediately just starts walking towards it with a handful of gold. Yeah, just <laughs> like, like, like if you were about to haggle, well. you just had like a few fifties in your hand. Like this is the starting bid. <laughs> a few fifties. Yeah, Drewson says, "Oh, oh, oh, oh Scream Court of the Weird oh. Sisters." <gasps> Enter. Oh, can oh. I come too? Scream looks back like. Uh, They're legit! Stops. They're legit, man! Jason's gonna try to get with him if it's allowed, if it seems, uh, uh, if he packs up on, like, no one of the Is this a two-person hut? Scrims um, are... No, no, it's a okay. little bit bigger okay. than that. Because, yeah. because Scrims says, Brother, we need you to translate! Wait, do you speak regular, like, surface common? <laughs> regular, that's oh, offensive. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I do. What? You all here in common. Oh, there we go. Oh, okay. <laughs> Scrooge says, Justin, you getting in on this? I? Oh, uh, oh, oh. Damn it. oh, love the truth. I love the oh, truth. No. <laughs> no. Scrooge, as you walk in. So before you guys walk in, you hear the, the as the hack say, fortune teller come out of hut. Only you to hear it. Wait. To say fortune teller come out of hut. And that's oh, what it said. It, it's presenting that like, image to you of fortune teller come out of hut. Yeah. You no go in hut. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. We just serve hut to heal for criminal blind He's not the wise. It tries to eat my brains like it turned into bugs. I'm totally fine. Well, it's just fortune teller, uh, can you can you come out of the hut first? What? Oh, what? Oh, oh, no. <laughs> no. What? 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 Does Baron sense any kind of tricks, deceptions? Like, I don't know. Like, Do you get any kind of ugly vibes from this dude? I mean, kind of it's weird. It's hard. It's <laughs> clearly, we do. It's weird. <laughs> That's elf. All right, That's he's, he's studying it. Roll an insight check as he's watching everyone else interact with it. Uh, I gotta move my bonus. Sorry. No insight check for you. Uh, twenty-three. Ooh. Baron sits there listening to this strange creature. As you said, it's weird. 
It's weird. <laughs> but that's one of the that's one of the important skills in learning how to read people is uh, it's a common technique is to throw people off balance to hide the deception, right? This guy may not be weird on purpose, but you know, to read people you have to be able to see through that, understand where is the intentional deception coming? Where what's what's the true meaning behind the why this creature or person is acting the way that they are. And uh, Bairn, Bairn doesn't sense, um, Bairn doesn't sense any sort of malicious intent. Well, you should say <laughs> complicated. It wouldn't go so far. Bairn, Bairn senses the, Bairn, Bairn feels and senses the caution of interacting with, uh, with those that would claim to have such powers in general and that it gives off the uh, it gives off the, the the sort of false impression monkey's paw almost uh, you know there's a in in the voice in the way it's talking it's it's being truthful but you also know that part of what it must do and the way it is speaking is also to deceive but what he's not sensing is is a you know a trap I think this fellow is sort of like your witch's scrim cord. He's offering something, but he's trying to fuck you in the process. That seems to grass off. So, it's like taking a deal from them. That's sort of the vibe I'm getting. Scrim looks at Baron. Scrim looks at Ozdahak. So the rest of the party. He looks at his brother. Looks at Dresden and says... I'm getting my fortune read. <laughs> you all know, you know his upbringing, and you know his religion, yeah. and you know what he's been going through recently. He does not look to be swayed. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah well, I'm going yeah. to. Mock is going to establish oh, a perimeter. What do we see as we enter? So no, who's going in? So we've only seen his eye from the outside? Yeah. Yeah. In kind of like a Star Wars weird Big old uh, yellow eye. Like, uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Dianoga. Huh. Yeah. Like, as you w- take jail. <laughs> just two steps up to the thatch door and open it up, everyone who's standing sort of over there can see in as the eye had disappeared from the hole and sitting behind a table, the crystal ball sitting on the table and incense burning in this hut. Behind it sits a creature. A creature with uh, uh, with purple slimy skin wearing, uh, wearing just some simple linen uh, tunic. Uh, its face uh, or uh, on its head Two big yellow eyes on either side of its fish head. Do I detect a wedding band? <laughs> what? Uh, what? I don't understand. The reference. Is, is it single? <laughs> I don't understand the reference. Uh, is it DTF? Is are, it? <laughs> I was asking if it was married. Oh, oh, oh okay. Are uh, its feet webby? Yes. Yes. It is, I mean, oh, it is a fish has creature. Have you ever a, heard of anything? It looks like, like a kuoto. Before, oh, kuoto. Uh, okay. Scrim plops down. This is a single kuoto. But you've never seen a kuoto being like this, acting like this. this. Scrim plops down sixty-four weird. gold. Whoa! That is a normal amount. <laughs> so, Keep your metals. What do you want? A problem gold cannot solve. I trade in destiny. You lean on the just as much as I trade in destiny. 
I trade in destinies. What meaning have you on that? Oh, you must simply give me a piece of your destiny. Oh, what? Oh, man. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you my life story, but to give away destiny. I don't want stories. Oh, oh, I read stories. What does it mean to give away your destiny? Only destiny knows. Oh, oh, oh. Well, screw it, man. What's this? this is some bullshit. We have ten about it. Someone collects destinies. Well, that's a bit predatory. Oh, who wants their future? Oh, 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 oh. And then he reconsiders. He goes, well, perhaps you should scream. <laughs> <laughs> scream says, Scrim sees this as generosity on Grissom's part. <laughs> I owe you one. <laughs> I've got your back. If things go south, i got a little surprise for this thing. He Scrim. takes out a gun. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he sits with it under the table. Oh, oh, oh. Scrim uh, starts kind of like, basically, if you have like a belt of pouches kind of thing on it, and he takes it off and he starts looking through them, trying to figure out what he can offer uh, this creature. Creature. Um, um, what, uh, Wait, are we giving it physical objects? Yeah, Scrim's like trying to figure out what he can offer it as he's a as he's not a negotiator. So what does Scrim look like when he's doing this? He's like looking through his pouches, being like, "What is all? All? I just want to remind Scrim has cast a few very legendary, large, impactful spells and effects over the years." I imagine each of those required a focus of some sort. Okay, um, I don't know if you have those. Yeah, but, but, but hang on. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Put your pouches down. I simply need a slice of your destiny. Will you give it to me? Oh, 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 oh. Does it Scrim. seem excited by this idea? Scrim looks at his, the people that are with him right now. His companions at the precipice of this. Terrible decision. <laughs> And says, yes. Or, or, or. The price has been paid. Or, 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 or. Shall no longer get to yield. And uh, the fish head, again, just so you guys can get a good picture. Yeah, yeah I mean, this, this is what you Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 fish I see where your noise Where the noise, the noise is. And then he leans. The door is shut now. Yes, you shut the door. As he leans over the crystal ball, he goes, and some some green slime pours out of his mouth and onto the crystal ball, which then glows bright green. Princess seems normal. Jason is staring aghast and furiously taking notes. That's true. No photography. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Uh, well, then. Oh, 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 o
times. Scrim. Scrim's eyes go wide. One question. Um. Shoot. Does he have to go first? Really? That's not his question. That's not his question. Yes. Does he have to go first? What are you thinking here? Uh, no one else, I'm to no, no one else has paid the fee. You are the only one getting a fortune here. I'm saying we might so be here are. for like ten minutes. while I think. <laughs> ten minutes. Yeah. Pass. Take your time, man. Concentration. Well, I know the question I want to ask, but. Are you brave? Ask it. Ask it. Ask it. Courage, my love. Listen to your heart. Ask it. Can we close that to you? Oh, oh, oh. I secretly work for the witches. This is a test of your loyalty. <laughs> <laughs> what the is so he's the secret shopper of my religion? <laughs> that is... That's so not right. <laughs> This is the. Uh, this is the. This is the, sure. this is the, the, the young men's teacher from a different ward who's trying to sell me drugs. Yeah. What's happening right now? I was thinking more like this is like the, the general <laughs> store on the plantation where you work to make sure that you're never actually earning any money. All right. Now let him let him think for real. I mean, I I have. <laughs> Scrim looks at his two companions because I'm going to assume that the hut is. Sound moderately soundproof. Yes, actually, uh, from oh, outside, cool. you can't hear any of this conversation. As soon as the door inside. closed. As soon as the door closed. Hmm. So it's been, you know, it's only been a minute. There's or two. a hidden magic mouth out there that's just flying. Bog looks there and he says, "Our cousin is tied up with scrim and oil men in their lot. I feel like we're losing him to them." <laughs> I think he can handle himself, though I do question his decision making at times. So we should go in. Scrim? Uh, you guys can you better just say, let's keep that option open. You mean Mox says? Mox says, yeah. Do, 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 do. Right. Now, Scrim looks at his, the two, his two current companions, and he says, he says, I will explain after we get out of here. And he looks to Fishman. He says, Will the septicemia kill one of my friends when they arrive? And uh, he looks down at the crystal ball and he says, The question has been asked. And he puts his hands around the crystal and he peers into it. And that's that's the dungeon master thinking about the answer. Bites down on his plate. Um, <clears throat> Alright, give me a second here. Let's go back outside the hut. You stop me, I stop you! Don't go back outside the hut. Come on, second. Alright. Yeah, like. Mop is like, I mean, have you seen anything ever good happen to someone who took a deal from one of the witches? Like, oh, you'll live forever as a weird, creepy, undead person in a weird hut with all your weird followers. Mop just tugging on his beard like, the storybooks, they're raining down upon us, man. How do we get out from under him? Our fates are burying us. 
What do you have to say? Recently discovered in God? Bear drop gives him a big high roll. We call you like Bear Snow. Uh, or drink. Bear drop. Drink. Your name For is Snowbane. Yeah. It's not. It's not. That is a very specific title. Bear drop goes up to the hut, ignoring this response, and finds that little slit. The eye hole. If it's open, she'll oh, look in. Glorious. If not, she's gonna force it open from the outside. <laughs> uh, when you look in, you just see a dense, swirling mist. I try to look harder through the she's mysterious with. mist. <laughs> with athletics, you only see mist. So and then I yell in, "You okay in there, Scream Corn?" You can hear that. Um, is this basically while fish person is going, oh, oh, oh? Yes. You're just quiet! <laughs> you can okay. just, you can barely hear. I mean, he shouts it, and you Shout. can tell he's shouting, but it sounds like he's, you know, like he's across a grand hall. He's as, as thoroughly as ever. I think he's okay. That's accurate. Oh, oh, oh. I see, I see all, all. See. the future, uh, your future <laughs> is not yet set, or, 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 when you take your form, your gnashing of teeth, your swinging of claws, against whom will you strike, or, 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 the answer to this is the answer to your question? Thank you. And then he stands. <laughs> <laughs> really nice. He stands up, and then suddenly, the hut. Uh, what would it do? Splashes of water. Flame. Also oh, like that. Melts. Holds the briefcase. Turns into a beast man. Gets covered in mushrooms and then gets eaten by those mushrooms. Dicks pop out everywhere. Covers lights. They're all great Disco lights. I like the water one. Yeah, it just it the 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 hut starts rumbling and then its walls start becoming like uh, uh, they start oozing down a little bit and suddenly turn into just water, which. Splashes down on you all. As you see, the rest of you see the same thing as it just turns into water and splashes down as the Kuotoa and Drustin and Oilvane and uh, and Scrimcorn are just standing there, now wet. And he says, oh, 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 be careful with your destiny. Oh, oh, oh. And he just starts like waddling off. Physically, like physically, flop, 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 his little webbed feet as he walks into the darkness. Like the tracks from here. Like the hut disappeared with like a Batman panache. Then he's just like waddles off. Yeah, he's waddling off into the dark. Sorry, did you say Septicemium? Are those near the scary guys we saw in your vision? When we're in the lab, is he gonna hail some kind of cart? Boxes, <laughs> like, are you all right? Just physically. <laughs> what did you do? Yeah. That's the, the most important type. Do we need to go take care of this guy? Yeah. I can go. Some, I can still sense him. Some fortune teller. Scream court. Stay cool, salesman. Everything he says is a lie. Ignore Explain yourself. Yeah. On the road, let's move. Okay. We've already spent too much time, but keep talking, Scrim. He says, yes, we must travel. 
Let's focus on that. While I brood. You This is actually not going to person further unexplained. I thought knowledge was for everybody. And he's not going to call a team meeting? This is what Scoopcorn <laughs> said behind closed doors! <laughs> no promises. No promises. fucking outing him! You know what? At other times, he would have pushed <gasps> Scrimcorn, but the very fact that he asked that question makes Drewson hesitate. When he sees Scrimcorn brooding, he knows Scrimcorn will eventually In his own time. And to push him yeah. now would be uncouth. And Preston has turned over a, a new stone. And <laughs> also, he's like, how can I make sure when the census team comes, Scrimcorn does not kill us? <laughs> <laughs> Scrim is like, Preston kept pushing me! Crush! <laughs> <laughs> you can get more juice when it's red. He's a good man, but he just wouldn't ah! stop! <laughs> so, uh, as everybody starts to move and as the heck recognizes that everyone has actually fallen silent. Uh, so all that Azdahak has seen and the people outside is that you are w- walking to the hut ready to give something. So he asks <clears throat> you only what you must give. There's <clears throat> no reason to not trust Azdahak. <clears throat> and uh, he responds he responds uh, he responds in his mind. Uh, yeah, he responds back, uh, attempting telepathic response, assuming it can be heard. Um, he thinks it really hard. And, uh, and he says, uh, does he still have his voice in his head? Yeah. Just a, sl- a slice of my destiny. I honestly have no idea. <laughs> as the heck, as, is that gem? Stone? C- coin? Is that my future? I think. And that time he says it out loud because he's losing crack because he thinks so yeah. hard. <laughs> and then you'll hear uh, a, a vocal response from Azdahak. Just just kind of like a... Oh no! He <laughs> <laughs> judged <laughs> by the pseudo dragon! Bad deal. And that's what you hear in your head. <laughs> Future <deal>. irreplaceable. <laughs> Scream out <Atlantis>. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Do you think you'll have a moment? You're right, Ashgrim! It's the best thing in my ear. Got a blister from all this walking! <laughs> like blisters. Should we, should we take a, a minute and chat or something? I'll we'll get some mole skin later! Where'd you need to find some moles? <laughs> Did you hear what Bear Josh said? No. You like blisters, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He, he does like blisters, yeah. There's a, there's a healthy amount of blisters. Blister oh, popping videos. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> On YouTube. Right. Thank God right, he right, doesn't right. have YouTube. You put your Titan Ford a bit ago. Was that, that good result? Nope, that was just me no. holding down the map. Oh, okay. yeah, maybe pulled down just a bit. Yeah. When it's that for you. Panic. Don't worry. Sorry, I didn't mean to scare you. Did. Seems no way. Travel the rest of the day. Are you gonna do anything before you get to Deep Mascar? To the Casiqua Mascar today. At the end of the day, it'll be you'll be tired at the end of the day, but you don't need to spend another night. Boy, cousin, it's been some days, but how are you feeling after that uh, entrance into the Neolithic? You've uh, gotten the 
With, with that consumption, you've gotten the worst of any of us. You this, did uh, great, Ghostin. I have gone where few dwarves have been. And he gives him a look. And back again. He says, even here in Deeper Massacre, is that worm's gullet any worse than being beneath that murder mask for days on end? I don't know. I think it's... At least the one's like a, like a bandage, you know, right off. But given that we're dragging this thing 50 yards behind us for how potent it is, I can't imagine what it felt like wrapped inside the beast. I felt like the pressure I've been feeling these past 15 years, cousin. I knew being swallowed, even if I've been digested by the thing, would have brought us closer to finding answers about our dear old grandpappy. <laughs> I'd be swallowed twice again, since it is worth what we will find. You're, you're truly focused on Ambertown, with every fiber. Aye. It surprises me. Uh, he says, in Skycliff, I made a choice. I would pay what needed to be paid. Killing Zolmar, killing others down here, is worth it, cousin. It has to be. <laughs> well, just like entering the god of Neolithid, I rightly figure that the process may change you a bit, Drustin. I Perhaps it is a change that has been needing to happen for a long time. <laughs> Maybe you're not as young as I thought. <laughs> uh, did you have another thing you really wanted to do? Okay, good. I didn't want to move forward to the next step, but I didn't want to rob you of a oh, chance no. around the table. No. Uh, the secret passageway if you remember there was a secret exit out of the uh out of dark hall hall didn't we have to whip right our masks hall. on when we exited yeah whip your ma- huh we, we had our masks on when we exited and then we got away from the city then we took them off yeah yeah, yeah. 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 we, we did but we're not you're not in the city okay there was a secret <laughs> Uh, there was a secret tunnel that uh, that led out of Dark Hall into uh, into the Underdark, a very well concealed area. With oh. a couple of like that, little, that's what you guys traveled through trams. to get out. Oh, I thought we had little trams. No, she, she did not she, have. She, trams. she helped us get from her so. compound yeah, these to the pods. outskirts. Okay. The pods go between the cities in Deep Mask. That's what I thought we were talking about. No, no. a secret tunnel that go, t- goes from Darkhold. Oh. Dark Dark Hall. Hall. To okay. the Underdark, so you did not have to exit through the only right. official passageway uh, for Deep Mascar. This is what Taita yeah. led you out this way, because if you remember, like, the city's in a bit of a high, heightened alert state because of yeah. what you did. Unofficial channels are best. Uh, so you're... Uh, Sounds reasonable. Uh, you are a bit away. You're probably about a... Probably about a half hours, uh, half hours jaunt away from uh, from that tunnel, and yeah, you got a, a couple things immediately come to mind. Like you got to get your uh, disguises back on, and you know, because who knows who's going to stop you as you get in there. Right. Ideally, Titan would be there right in the tunnel to greet you, but uh, that would we seem unlikely. Um, says, hold up, hold up, and kind of like. I'm gonna pull the caravan over. We have enough people to feel the caravan. Um, it's a boulette. It's definitely a caravan with a boulette. Um, 
So and I have to say whoa afterwards. And, whoa. 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 and uh, we've already. He says, ah, laughed. We've already tapped the jug for mayonnaise. <laughs> I don't know why you're complaining. It's Was great it good mayonnaise. Scallop? Do any of you. Alright, for all but one of us. Have you ever made an aioli? It's just fantastic. Um, uh, do any of you dwarves have these spirits? 99% mayonnaise. Mark, uh, do you respond to that? Uh, sorry. He says, do any dwarves have these spirits? <sighs> Always. <laughs> he says, crack those open for a moment. He says, <coughs> he says uh, how good do you want from lowest to highest quality? Better make it pretty good. He looks, he looks longingly at the local stuff that he wish he could unload on you, but then comes back and grabs one of the final bottles of Morph's Hell. Oh. replicated kind of, uh, she brewed some, or he brewed something that was... They brewed something on the way, but we also stopped to a bar which was serving her family's stuff. That's right, that's right. That's where he got it. Yeah. So he got like, he basically had a few bottles of Morph's Ale. From the fish, fish town. Ash the ash trout town. And like, he grabbed it, because Morph never got to brew for us specifically. She was too busy hoarding it during battle. He was. I keep saying she, because Kel played it. And he produces one of the bottles, and he's like, enjoy it. And like, almost like, not like, enjoy, but like, kind of enjoy it or I'll be offended. Real quick, do you remember what that town was called? The fish town? Yeah. Ash something. It's on the map. It's on the map. I can open it up right now. I just want to see if it was. And he gives it to you, and it's it's nice. It's it's like aged like a fine Belgian Chimay beer. Like it's just got like nice mold or rind, a crust. He hands it to you, and he's just like, good crusty. He kind of almost doesn't let go of the bottle. It's it's a it's a tough parting. He scrim, but you clearly need. Scrim grabs it. And he takes a sip and he passes it back to you with the lid still off. Yeah. The, the cap still off. He drinks more than a sip. Yeah. Yeah. Scrim just takes a sip, kind of thing. And uh, <clears throat> but it's passed till it's done. Uh, yeah. He passes it like like okay, to yeah. pass it around. Um, you got uh, everyone around. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and fills <clears throat> fills a cap. He like fills like a cap for uh, Azdahak and like puts it down on Bearjaw's shoulder like. Maybe not how this works. I got this. <laughs> <laughs> a little. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Licks it up. You see, yeah. see its forked tongue yeah. come out and, and lift it up. And yes. uh, and make sure, like, uh, and specifically make sure that uh, it gets passed to Aurora. Um, and uh, and he takes a, a big bunch of stuff, some, like, weird, like, weird colored, like a deep green rotted green like stuff into his pipe and takes like a big puff on that and he says mm. the witches and forces will be here in five days to kill bear John. what <clears throat> oh uh, a week is uh, ten days because ten day ten day weeks in favor yeah, that's right eight in the swamp we two days only use the day. sun to tell the time we don't use the calendars of the civilized people but occasionally I must your timetable. So, eight days from now. Eight days, you just, <clears throat> eight days from now, the witches and forces will be, will arrive to presumably kill their jaw. Thoughts the, hmm. the septicemia we saw in the lantern? Yeah. I, dwarf and word. 
eye as a dwarven. Well, they can try. Why do they want to do that? <laughs> they wanted the god spark, which was a lot simpler when it was potentially with the mangled corpse of Snowbane. Maybe it's still. Mm. <laughs> but, uh, if they're sending the septicemia, it's not to find people. That's what I do. The best at it. Do you think we can hold them off? Of course. Verified by this activity I might add. <laughs> All right, you, you've done well, Scrim. To the ends of the earth. And but we appreciate that you're as good as you are, except in this case, in which we wish you didn't find her. I, just myself included. Box says, or degree. And he looks to his companion and says, adding fate to the conversation, I assume if we could remove the god sparks from Berja, we still wouldn't want to give it to them. What say you, Scrim? Uh, I'm inclined to agree. Oh. <laughs> well, then it's every man to their hammer, spear, whip. Where do we fight them? Not anywhere in the natural world. I mean, oh, that's simple. Yeah. <laughs> that's well, me. Demon Mask would be a pretty good choice for that. Not much natural there. Pretty all artificial. I mean, or we're surrounded by the earth. Sky so cleave then. We so go up to a cloud the, tower. The, the tunnels of cloud sky cleave. We're in a bereft of nature. Where do we fight them, Scrim? I don't know. I've encountered them only once. And they left absolutely nothing behind. What does this mean for you, Scrim? Do you need to part ways of us to be on good terms with your god? Says, they'll come whether or not I'm here. But. Why did you. Mark looks to oil vein. Hang on, hang on. She, she said something. Just please, please. Yeah, totally fine. I prefer Eric's question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Verdra, Verdra's. Mm, he chews on his pipe for a while. He says. Mm. He says. So, become upside down. It is. It's not. This is not as I was taught. This all seems very different. I can't put my finger on it. But when it comes to it, I'll stand with the fests of fate. As the hack asks you, your deity chooses to intervene in your life? <laughs> That's a heavy question. <laughs> this is basically talking shop over here. Another what cleric at the party. And he responds out loud and says, My deity intervenes in my life or more that I serve to their ends, but this is not this is not punishing the prideful or the hubris that I have become so accustomed to. Which stu- should still be punished, I say. This is entirely different. You're, you say the, the septicemian 
strongest in nature? Like uh, your own magics? I, I think so. That, in my one experience. Would the witches know of the technologies and powers of ones such as the Deeper Mascari? There was a time I assumed they knew of everything that had happened. Now I'm not so sure. Mock turns oil vein now and says, Oil, you're about the least natural of us all. Says, Is there any way we can tap into your abilities to perhaps bring them out of their element? Uh, he's been deep in thought this kind of this whole conversation, but as you ask that question, he looks at his arm, and all he can think of is kind of the negative thoughts that come from his uh, from his own shadow blood, and the deep speech in his head. Uh, but then he looks at his <coughs> scrimcorn, <coughs> and he he thinks he says out loud. I mean, the question. I mean, what? What was told to you by the fortune teller? I mean, it sounds as if the future, with the future, there's a choice. And I have a hope that even if the Septicemia come, that you, brother, can make the choice, and that we can all make the choice, and that we can make the right choice together in the name of friendship and as the facets of fate, that we can overcome this. But as far as my own affliction, I don't know. I don't know what what that can provide, but I do know that with my own strength, I'll do what I can to make sure that we can all stay together. Bearjaw looks at Scrimpon. She says, "You could not look at me before, but do look at me now." Okay. Yes. Yeah. Oh, was great one. A few steps away, and she walks towards him, and she's got that big person gait that kind of like their whole body just kind of moves, you know, boom, boom, just moving through space. It takes a great deal of movement to like There's a lot of air that body. moves with her. Whoosh, whoosh, yeah, and you know that that physical strength is kind of obvious as the muscles kind of move as she walks. She walks right up to him and she puts her hand on his shoulder. And she pulls him towards her, and she brings her head down, and she puts her head, her forehead on his forehead. And he doesn't really have much of a choice in the matter. God. And she says, if you are with me, as I have said before, I am with you. You will not, you will not want for a family here. She says, I fear pipe is always in his mouth right now. Yeah, but it's, it's like right I up there. We will have need of everything you have. Everything we have. But she lets him go. Mock looks back to oil vein. Unless Baron, you're trying to play off that. Uh, no. Baron had some other thoughts. Okay, then he looks back to oil vein and he says, Oil! We can try as hard as we might, but I've been thinking for days about the fates taking such a strong hand at our lives, and I feel that 
though it is important, we put forward our effort. Make every effort we can. I must believe that nothing here is certain. If we are simply puppets on our strings, I'd cast myself into the abyss and never think of it again. There, 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 there must be purpose and impact in the decisions and the preparations. If Scrimcorn can't help us pick this battlefield, it truly may be our last ones. Two days ago, we were mortals, mere mortals, and passed back and forth on a crazy adventure, but trying to get back to our own lives. Now we have presence of a god with gods on our tails. Things are getting <laughs> fully out of, out of hand. And unless we can bring to bear everything we have, the greatest potencies that we have, I cannot think, but we, but we won't stand a chance. So we need to rip this septicemia out of their element to where they're blind and lashing for any, any grasp of what, what is familiar. And you are the most foreign thing, the most foreign power among us. We need to tap into your oil. We need to bring them from, from whence they came and thrust them into deeper waters than they can swim in. You must help us. <laughs> do you have any kind of magical powers I can do that? Uh, only... I don't know what you do. I'm still trying to think that out myself. Okay, so that is... We're out of time. Eight oh. days, oil. Think hard. Hmm. Perhaps in the lab, hmm. we can know more. Maybe Taita can explain some things for us. But then his thoughts go grim. He's... But if we were to die together, I would, I would not want to be anyone else. <laughs> not time for but that. To die with my friends. Not the plan. But to die with my friends. <laughs> Erica's <laughs> right. just nodding, like, yes, yes, this is funny. Well, it's like, it's not so bad. Yeah, <laughs> like, good lord. Oh, yeah. It'll take everything. They're like, hey, if it doesn't go okay, let me smile. It's like back when Drewston wanted to go into the experimentation center and he was like, hey, we might all die, but hey, it's going to be for the best <laughs> oh, pursuit. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is hands down a good decision. I'm like, oh. <laughs> why do you all want to die? God damn it. <laughs> I have bills to pay. Scrim, you said their their motivations didn't make sense to you. I can only speculate as to the motivations of what gods get up to, but I'm reminded of our encounter with the paladins uh, some time back. The hands of Eo, yes. They weren't paladins. As Drustin pipes up and says, Hands of Eo! Remind me, I never go with names. Ah, they said the the sisters, the witches, were trying to escalate their status in the the realm of the gods or something. Perhaps they want Bearjaw's spark or whatever to uh, become more deity or something. Maybe we could get help from the hands of Eo. That seems to be their whole cause, is stopping that specific thing from happening. I don't know. They don't seem to like him very much. Well, right, but they don't like the witches even more, and preventing them from getting their hands on you 
they'd be very interested in that. But that's just a guess. I don't know as to maybe why they're doing what they're doing. Uh, seems a bit out of character. As the hack pipes in and says, Baron Wright, deities, capricious deities, not worth reverence. Well, don't start that one. <laughs> Moradin, dragon's plane. They <laughs> said, and then he says, Moradin, good. This is Moradin, good. Asgoroth, 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 better. But Moradin, good. The tiebreaker vote comes from this guy. Game set match. <laughs> More than care for dwarven people. <sighs> Touch your subject, I know. He says. Actually, what is your deity? The three witches. The three witches. Yeah, yeah, so it's not even a. Yeah. What? It's bullshit! They don't even have vocal cords! Grim says. Settle down, <clears throat> everyone. He says, he says, I don't like the hands of Ao. You no, might you're... be right in this situation, but not knowing how to reach them. Well, I can send a message to them. Share an ale. You can talk to them. Yeah, we've been getting updates about uh, that from him. Mm. Well, us, if, if, if I'm me, Justin says, stepping forward. Uh, I feel like we need some more answers first. We need answers on what is in our friend Oilving. We need answers on our own blood cousins. Mm-hmm. Aye, this weird affliction of the dwarves. End of, like me. End of me. We are your dwarf friend, so. We are 13 minutes away. A half hour let's away. Let's go! From Taita. Okay, then let's go. Wait, the more guess, answers but... we have, the more weapons we'll have in our arsenal. Agreed. Then we'll know where to fight them and with what. Yeah, go, bullet, go. <laughs> All right. The group hustles. Hustles on the rest Trump. of the way <clears throat> towards the secret tunnel. It's a while. Like there's this sort of long. Um, sort of winding tunnel. It's big, it's wide, it's mostly natural because it's it, it this tunnel that uh, was bored through from uh, from Darkhall had to empty out very far away from where any official parties out of sure. Duke Mascar would go. <clears throat> so the entire last half hour is just saying kind of going through this tunnel. And uh, you eventually get through uh, uh, you get through one of the illusory uh, the illusory boulders that you just are able to walk right through as you uh, saw it on your way out and head into the actual bored out tunnel area and that's a good 15 minute walk straight through just stone wow. as you are walking and walking and walking and that is when standing uh in the middle of the tunnel. Actually, you hear the voice. She says, uh, you hear Taita's voice. And I think I played her like this, yes. if I remember right. <laughs> he says, I am pleased to see that you have made it back safe and sound. Not made just in one piece, but with an extra piece with us. And he tugs on the devil iron chain to bring the <laughs> tentacle skittering forward. Oh, I thought you were talking about Azdahak. 
Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> there's, uh, there's also Does Anzac kind of do we have chains on us? Have any reservations about getting close to the city with us? Perfect. No. I'm feeling it. And here's our new Oh yes! Tight uh, 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 mini. Has everyone seen this? No. Yeah, I saw the I saw the model. What does Taita look like? This so is he's a golem. Taita Taita Kasiko is a is a is a magical uh, sort of hybrid organic and machine uh, uh, golem body with a detached consciousness that has currently been placed in here. So this model, this miniature, is uh, extra special. Because this miniature, the model of this miniature was uh, entirely custom made uh, because of Kalen won a painting contest for oh, the That's right. From uh, a guy that, the, our, her Neophilid uh, model won a painting contest, and the first place prize of the painting contest is a custom uh, model and, and uh, painted and printed. So actually, we didn't print that one. The guy who does the models uh, paint, printed and painted that himself Very and cool. sent it to us. Um, good job. I need to so do cool. uh, almost as good as Neela. <laughs> Honestly, I would say that that kind of paint job is a lot harder to do than a big, huge mini. Almost harder. It's like seventy to seventy-two percent as hard. She's paint yeah. job. Once the model is excellent. Nice. It's really Very nice. Very cool. Yeah. And it's awesome because I feel like it's this character that we've been hanging out with. Who I just now have more respect for. Because yeah. there's a mini ball. There's a mini ball. I'm like, oh it's damn. Like it's real. <laughs> it's heavy. What is, what's it mean? Uh, it's the guy. The guy's name I want to give the credit is MZ4250. He doesn't actually give his yeah. real. You can, you can link it in um, gold. Chat. So a, a MZ4250. He he's ex- an extremely prolific um, uh, creator of DD miniatures. He's made thousands and thousands of models. He puts out new ones literally every day. Hmm. Uh, it's now his full-time job via Patreon, oh, that's and cool. so uh, and so he's put out almost every creature from again. the uh, from the, all the different books. He's continuing to go through that. That's why we had a Neolithid model. The Neolithid model was his as well. Yeah. So uh, he modeled this one by hand based on the Whoa. reference picture that we had been using. Uh, for Taito. So, so cool. There's our little... Alright, there cool, you are. Very cool. cool. Guys, yeah. hey! Sure. And you know you're legit if you have more than three digits in your name. Jeez. Yes, that yeah. is how it works. 4250. And also, I think the creator of it is he's almost yeah, as prolific as Caleb. <laughs> no, definitely. Ones. Definitely not my strong suit. So, uh, there we as, go. As the bear jumping, so, Lord she... Uh, Drew's <laughs> on the Iron Chain, bringing the... Yeah. Tentacle skittering torture. That is excellent, and you didn't even lose anyone. Nick. We gained one, Mach, actually. Mach scowls at that and yeah. says, Not this time. He says, Ah, but you seem to have picked up a pseudo dragon pet. No, no, it's not a pet. Yeah, the, as the heck responds back and says, Not pet. See? Friendly acquaintance. He says, I know, I know, I know you're kind. Uh, can we trust it? Yes. Mark doesn't say anything else. Very convincing. <laughs> and she just turns around. And can we trust anyone in this crazy world? No, you all have your disguises on now. What is yes. trust, bro? What is I heard Scrim once say, can I, trust I don't you? have any reason not to trust it. That's a quote. That's a quote. Fact. 
All right. Well, let's waste no time. There's only ten minutes left in the session. <laughs> and it uh, says, uh, job, job. Yeah, but apparently there's an unknown number of minutes per session because, like, ten days per week? Come on. <laughs> it's tight as charges. I could have helped you and said in a ten-day, which is also sometimes what they call a week. Uh, I said, your bullets are incredible animals. Says yes, yes, very faithful steeds. He says, uh, I don't know if uh, oh Betsy here is the average beast, but she truly was instrumental at every step of this adventure. I would uh, ask that you commend her for her uh, exceptional service. Maybe an extra helping of dinner or something. Oh, beyond that, this uh, year, she was a true. By the looks of it, uh, I think... There would be. There would have been casualties without her. By the looks of it, I think you have expressed your appreciation uh, quite adequately. She seems very taken with you. She says without even looking back. Aww. It's it's, uh, it's good. It's good to hear. And uh, he says... You can hand her off to one of the handlers uh, once we get to the experimentation center. And uh, she leads you in, and you're back in uh, familiar sights of Dark Hole. There's some sort of way that this passageway is uh, obscured going this direction. Uh, probably by, there's like a couple of buildings inset into just the side of the, uh, inside of this this particular cavern. Does it that come right out into the lab complex? No, not into the lab complex, but it's uh, uh, there, there, are, there are buildings against the edge of the of the this particular cavern, and the passageway is just behind one of them. There's like a back door that uh-huh. one, but there's like these sorts of buildings that are all along the edges are all over the place, and so they just blend right in. But sure. uh, but it's a security door that uses the crystals from the um, the, the polyhedron uh, access uh, cards to get in uh, through there. She leads you back into the experimentation center. It is a very quick, uh, uh, very quick to get through security of the experimentation center with Taita leading the way. There's almost not even a glance at each of you. Uh, and uh, one of them has a lingering glance at the pseudo dragon that's still perched on Bearjaw's shoulder. Uh, uh, but they just kind of, one of them just shrugs to the other one uh, since Taita's leading the way. <laughs> Taita leads you downstairs into the exper- in the experimentation center into one of the basement levels. And, same uh, one we were in before? Yeah, same one you were in before. Home base. The place has, uh, uh, the place has transformed. Um, it is... It... Uh, the, 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 the place has transformed, and what you see is there are... There's scaffolding. Uh, all over the place, both on the outside of it and uh, and the inside. You just see a whole bunch of just construction material peering uh, through the glass walls into each of the experimentation rooms, the ones that are at least visible from the hallways. Active there recovery are, from the devil attack? Yeah, there's just a lot of reconstruction happening here and uh, lots of people moving in and out. Uh, getting through like security into this place actually would have taken a while. There was like a line of, uh, of people with carts with supplies, wood and metal uh, ingots and all sorts of things, just sort of like carting them into this place. There's clearly just a very large uh, reconstruction effort going on here. Hmm. <clears throat> and uh, 
as you get uh, led down into this place, you get led into the facility, the experimentation room that I guess you hadn't seen before. So it's all new to you. I hadn't thought to uh, think about what this is, what it, what it looks like. We don't have a ton of room. We don't have a ton of time here to do this properly. Hmm. As the heck does have a question for Bear John. Mm. This place designed for defense? Bearjaw just kind of shrugs like maybe. It was not very good against <laughs> the devils that attacked here recently. Doesn't look safe. Don't like idea of you in danger. Hmm. Bearjaw is with her friends. Never truly in danger then. Scrimshaw's threat sounds very dangerous. Just enough. Scrimshaw. Scrimscorns. It's okay, you can call him whatever. He really responds to most noises. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's just your accent. Yeah, they all are all like you. There you go. Pat's the Alright. Comfortingly. As she leads you into this experimentation room. Uh, and you're still just dragging the tentacle <laughs> on a chain, and uh, Tite has been long chain. Tite has been clearing the hallways, like as you've been going forward. She's saying, "She's uh, uh, saying, uh, dangerous artifact. Clear the halls. Clear the halls." And uh, everyone just does. They just like go into the areas. He's like dragging this thing through the hallways because, of course, if it gets within a couple dozen feet, things are looking noticeably better here, right? Everything's kind of cleared up and like. You know, from the attack, right? Yeah. We're, we're days beyond. I mean, you heard me describe the whole thing, right? The uh, scaffolding. I heard the scaffolding. I did. Yeah. They're okay. trying to clean it up. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's like... The blood has been wiped off the walls. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. There, there, there are not corpses in blood, but it's under heavy, like, reconstruction. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the damage done to this place was extensive. Right, right, right. Um, exactly. And, uh, and Mock would have an eye for this as he's looking around, like... They're definitely taking a significant opportunity here to make a lot of improvements. Like, wow. there's stuff being repaired that really wasn't damaged. That, like, yeah, that dwarf is like, oh, it's broke. What an opportunity. Yeah, and you're seeing that Hooray. same mentality here. Dude, it actually gets quite a bit of respect from them. There's very few races that committed to that sort of philosophy when it comes to building. Yeah, you're like, basically there's like a whole wall that they're reconstructing, and you remember, like, it didn't get smashed before. It's like smashed now. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's bit, like demolished this part to rebuild it differently. He's just nodding. He's just, he's, he's visibly <laughs> energized by this environment. <laughs> just love stones. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Building All right. time. And uh, she leads you into this experimentation room, and she says, "Well, let's begin, and we will have to continue next week." (laughs) (laughs) There is not enough time to go through through the uh, uh, the extensive amount of bed. Oh, father! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We end tonight like we end every session with a quiz. Quick listicle. Um, this listicle is about the worst bad dads of Thursday night. Number one has to be Adric, the baddest daddest. Number two is Ted, tied actually for the baddest daddest. Very notoriously bad. Three, Zolmar, bad, bad dad. Real bad dad. Four, 
Boy Witch from the hit film Three Witches and Baby. Uh, five, Father Further, Sleepy Daddy. Uh, and six is Morden, a.k.a. The Wife Taker. Baron has a set of specific skills that he will uh, use granted, to bring back his wife. Granted, <laughs> speculation, most of the rest of the uh, the accusations are also speculation on these bad deaths. Aurora's dad, the jury is still out. He sent her with She's a bunch dead, of psychopaths. Yeah, yeah and, and <laughs> she she may really thrive in that environment, in which case, like, a wise and yeah. risk-taking dad yeah. trying to support his daughter. <laughs> or he dies hideously. It's like, what the fuck were you thinking yeah. was going to happen? He had two daughters. He kept the one that he was most likely to marry on. <laughs>